Hey, welcome to another episode of Tell Em JJ Podcast. The only podcast you'll ever need to listen to because we have a full spectrum of topics we go off of, off of talk about. That's a better word. <laughs> I usually save this info for the end, but I'm going to tell you in the beginning just in case you don't want to hear it at all or, or stick around to hear it. Um, you can find this podcast on various podcast formats or platforms, and we're on YouTube. So see our smiling faces. And if you want to chime in and tell us how we're doing or have a topic we want to talk about, hit us up on our YouTube channel and uh, post a comment down below. We also have a Twitch, but we don't really use it. But anyway, I am always, always, I was going to say almost today, but always joined with Jonah T. That's right. boy. We'll get the intro better. We're working on that because we usually <laughs> say that we save it for the end. But intro. I know, like retention spans and stuff. A lot of people start podcasts, don't finish them, whatever. But anywho, <laughs> Jonah, how the hell are you? I'm fine. How are you doing, Johnny B? I'm good. I'm hoping I don't get too hot because here in our area, it's about 103 degrees outside, or 105 too, in the sun. I'm too afraid <laughs> to look at the numbers. Uh, it's yeah. also quite, uh, quite. Arid <laughs> over here. That's a um, word. That's a word. I am. But uh, well, you you don't have air conditioning in your studio that you're recording, and I don't have. I have a no. I have air conditioning in the room. I'm in a closet right now. I have the door cracked, and the room out there has air conditioning. So I'm like, please bring me more air. Yeah, exactly. But we'll see what happens. If we get too hot and sweaty, we'll just die. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Maybe that'll get us some views. That's it. It'll be the last finale. Go out with a bang. <laughs> On your dying breath, you're just uploading everything. You're like, <laughs> this is my legacy. But just before I do it, there's an error, and YouTube doesn't upload it. And then no one ever sees it, and we die. <laughs> and we did this for nothing. <laughs> it's our legacy. It was it was the journey along the way that counts. It's, it's, not, it's, it's not the destination. It's the process. And that. And a little bit of the destination. A little bit. I mean. Which is Hades. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's exactly where I want to go after dying of dehydration. <laughs> More fire and hell. <laughs> it's probably nice. That's, you know, you know, that's one thing about uh, all that the Greek mythology and stuff is that uh, I hate Zeus because he's an awful person. But Hades seems kind of nice. <laughs> uh, maybe. Depends no, on no, your point of view. It's like, <laughs> no, I mean, even if you look, if you maybe like, if you're like a nice guy, Zeus is is just a a predator. He's too good for you. No, no, he he's like if you look at what he's done to like everybody, even his own wife, he's done terrible things to people because he's just like a sex crazed lunatic that throws lightning bolts at everything. Exactly. And Hades is just over there and he's just like I'm just doing my job and I have a single wife and I've never assaulted anybody. <laughs> okay. See, there's, see, there you go. I don't. I'm, I, I'm going into mythology there's because too, there's too much, or there's too many variations of the mythology. I thought Hades was literally just like by himself, like no, uh, condemning the souls of bad folks. I'm pretty sure he's like married to Persephone or something. And what does she do? <laughs> what's I what's her know. gimmick? <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't know what her gimmick is, but uh, she's married to Hades. Yeah, that's what. That's her exactly. superpower. Exactly. Look, anybody that's watched Hercules and is like, oh my god, I love the gods of Olympus and Hades sucks. 
It's a lie. <laughs> it's a lie. Hades is the man, and Zeus should go to Hades. I like Kratos because he'll he'll just take down everybody. Yeah, exactly. That's it. He's got your back <laughs> until he doesn't. <laughs> so anyway, Jonah, how are you? What have you been up to? What have you been you know, watching I've, or reading? I've been good. I've been good, and I have. Uh, I've started watching a couple things this week. Um, first of all. I started watching a new show called Truth Seekers on Amazon Prime. Okay. Starring Nick Frost, you know, from. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Nick, Nick Frost. And Simon Pegg is in there also. He's like a secondary character, but he is important. Um, and it's basically about a guy who works for a, a cable company, uh, an internet service pro- provider, and called Smile. And he <laughs> works for them as a day job, but he also has a YouTube channel where he, he like uh, covers supernatural occurrences, mm-hmm. and he calls it Truth Seekers, and that's his like passion. And uh, his new partner at his job is is uh, doesn't like scary stuff, but all but as soon as like they become partners, actual things start to happen, and uh, <laughs> it's just a really funny show, and it's also pretty interesting. So you should got you should check it out if you. Get the chance called Truth Seekers. Yeah, no, I like what Nick Frost does. Um, what the hell was their first show that they ever did together? Him and Simon Pegg. Uh, well, I'm not sure about the first one, but I, I the first thing I saw them in was Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, well, that was the first movie, and then they had um, it was on I think it was on Netflix. It was ah, what's that the first show they were in? Gosh, I can't even remember, but it's like it you know, it's basically a British show. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was hilarious. It's it's exactly like their their comedy. It's, it's fantastic. I can't remember what it was, but no, nah, yeah, I should check that out because I've caught up with most of everything that I would want to watch anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, what else have you been watching? Well, I saw Suicide Squad. Oh yes, the, that's right. So there's a funny story about that one, actually. <laughs> so last last month, I was, I was like, let's uh, let's just cancel my H- HBO Max subscription because you know I haven't been watching stuff lately, and I was like, if I if I want to see a new thing come out, I'll just buy a new subscription because I don't have like a discounted price or anything. Yeah, I'll have to buy it, pay like the fifteen dollars or something a month to do the thing. Yeah, so I'll just stop the subscription and buy it again if I need it. But. Uh, my subscription expired August 5th or something, which is the same day uh, a Suicide Squad came out. And Suicide Squad came out August 5th at 7 p.m. And I saw it at 7 p.m. And then my after I finished it, I was like, okay, I guess I'm done for the, for the month. And then the next day it was gone. Oh, okay. So you so, got to watch uh, it anyway. So I got to watch it right right at the cusp of my subscription being expiring. There you go. So I'm pretty happy about how that worked out. <laughs> yeah. Because I didn't even plan for that. Because when you told me you did see it, I was like, oh, I thought you maybe renewed it or you had um, someone else's account that you were using. No, no. It's, uh, it, was, it was just right on the edge of edge Oh, of actually, no. To glory. be honest, I thought you went to the theaters. I didn't even ask you where you saw it. But... Oh, yeah. No, I didn't go to the theaters. <clears throat> Uh, I still I still don't really want to go to the theaters, but you know I I've been thinking about it just because uh, Free Guy came out recently mm-hmm. and it's only in theaters, not streaming. Oh really? It uh, seems like a yeah. streaming movie, to be honest. It like, does. The the quality of it, strange. It, but uh, yeah. it, it that's what that's how it's being promoted at least. It's like uh, theaters only. Mm-hmm. Free Guy, that's the Ryan Reynolds I think um, 
movie and it seemed pretty funny and i wanted to give it a shot because i like ryan reynolds oh yeah but i i, I still don't want to give a go to the theater so yeah uh, i'll probably just wait for a while that's the thing about the theaters is not to divert from um suicide squad because i saw it too but just on the topic of theaters opening you know and streaming movies it's it's uh very it's being very spoiled to be able to watch new movies at home yeah and pause it to use the bathroom whenever you want to no one's talking during it unless you have kids Mm. and they wake up and start screaming but anyway because i've you know i've always loved movie theaters and the experience obviously who doesn't um but there's been a few times and i can count it on one hand where it was like a movie was almost ruined by some jack wagon in the in the audience i remember when we saw like the, the one recent one actually to be honest was uh captain marvel we saw captain marvel and this guy he was like he was with his two kids one was probably old enough to like like want to be a part of marvel but the other one was so tiny and he was just sitting there letting this like toddler like this kid can barely walk go up and down the stairs like the aisle the whole time and i'm like i'm like sitting there like ready to catch the kid because the kid almost <laughs> fell like a couple of times. Like, so I was like focused on that while the dad's just like, no, 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 no. Like he could care less about this kid. And I'm like, it was, yeah, that. And then, um, horror movies, sometimes you get like ridiculous people that show up. Cause usually with horror movies and I, we talked about this before, like a group of kids, like teenagers will go maybe two or three want to see it. But then the rest of the five or yeah, five or seven kids, just make jokes the whole time because they don't want to be there. They're just there. Yeah. They, they're too they're too afraid, so they try to, like, make jokes or they talk over the movie or just be stupid. And you're like, shut up. And I, I remember going to my uh, with my cousin to see a movie, and he won't say anything, and he actually said something. And I think, I think I went somewhere with you, and I think we had to say something, too, at one point. Like, there was kids behind us or people behind us. Like, just they wouldn't shut up. I forget what yeah, movie it was. I feel like I feel like I remember something like that, but I, I don't remember exactly. But even what, you what, what. said something. I was like, "Wow, Jonah said something. He's gonna, he's gonna kick some ass over here." <laughs> yeah, it's I. I actually tend to say stuff when there's people that do prolonged interruptions in movies. It's like if it's, if someone says something uh, behind me or something, whatever. If they keep saying it throughout like uh, a specific period of time, like just shut the hell up or I'll call somebody here. Yeah. You know, cause I, it's, it's what are they going to do? Try to fight me? <laughs> hey, you never know to be honest. I, I've seen Cause if some... they try to fight me, it's self-defense. I'll kick their ass. Yeah. Well, that's true. <laughs> um, uh, cause usually, usually it's not even like in- intimidating looking people. It's just high school kids or. Yeah. Being goofballs. Or, you know. The, um, another annoyance is the cell phones. I've had people like in front of me, just like, they don't care about the movie at all. You can tell they were just dragged there, so they're like sitting on their phone the entire time, and in a dark space, that thing blares, and I'm just like, yeah. it's right in my eye of vision, and I'm like, shut it off. But exactly right. Other than that, the movie theater experience is awesome. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's probably best to, like right around like this time where not a lot of people are going to the theaters. Uh, because there's not going to be as many people messing up your your uh, viewing experience. That's actually one of the reasons I like the Dolby Theater at uh, AMC. <clears throat> is because uh, there's a bit more space between you and the rows in front of you. And yeah. to your sides. And 
and there's like a ledge in front of you at at uh, if you're in certain seats. Yeah, there's, I think every seat. Every seat. There's no yeah. way you're not gonna be have a like a good theater experience there. Yeah, can, exactly. Which so, you spoiled my wife and I because you got us into <laughs> the first Dolby. I think we saw Joker was the first one. Yeah, it was. It was Joker. And I was like, I'm sold. I'm sold. My freaking <laughs> seats are like rumbling to the music and stuff. I'm like, this is great. So then the last movie I saw in theaters was in Adobe and it was uh, Star Wars <laughs> Episode Nine, mm. which the movie, you know, was terribly. Uh, that whole thing sucked. The whole trilogy sucked because it's a whole trilogy and they sucked. But anyway, that was my last movie. But the Dolby experience was awesome. Like the, the exactly. seats, the the picture, the sound, everything's just amazing about it. It's worth the extra money, to be honest. Because if you're going to go to theaters, like if you're going with your family, that's one thing. But if you're just like chilling out with whoever, like someone else or other, like a couple other people, it's great. You just chill, relax, have a great time. And yeah. You know, one thing, one thing about uh, AMC, uh, if you're a frequent moviegoer, like you love going to the movies and you're like, hey, I want to see Dolby every now and then get AMC A-list. That's because because with AMC A-list, it's you can buy You can get like a couple free movies every week and one of them can be the Dolby uh, and it's not going to be extra price or at least that's how it was when i was amc before covid now they're gonna charge you for every little thing just to make up yeah because a lot of a lot of their uh you know their profits come from snacks and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so that's you know that's actually one of the reasons uh i was pretty mad when five below left that area because they went over to like further a little further away it's still around there but it's a little further away uh it was because i was just stopped by there and smuggled in candy Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh to the movies but yeah. I'm just I'm just like okay I guess Five Below doesn't want my movie theater profits, you know, because they went over to like Best Buy or something. I mean, I like right I, next to there. I always thought it was like a thing because I know, <clears throat> you know, you would have to hide it. Like I hid water bottles in my pockets and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But I've seen people bring like freaking bags of stuff and no one said anything. They just like pull out a bag of like freaking a thanksgiving dinner and they're just no, like well I, well yeah i think it just depends on who you who's like guarding the area yeah because uh i've i've had a there was uh, i went with my sister once and she had a water bottle like half empty she was drinking it and they were like you have to get rid of it if you want to come in like they wouldn't have let her in with the water bottle it might be so one of those things where it's like if it's in plain sight yeah they probably have to like so this person probably put it in their purse or something and then like pulled it out there I guess once right, you're in exactly. the door, they can't say anything. You're like, damn it, we missed, we missed an opportunity here. <laughs> but yeah, I, I remember, I, I remember one time, I, 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 this was like back in my, uh, back in like 2015 or something. I took my, like a, like a bag, like a school bag, with me. Like uh, I, ca- I carry stuff around in there, but I was just like, hey, you know what? I'm just gonna go in there and, and bring a bunch of food and just watch this movie. So I just stuffed a whole bunch of shit in this bag. And just sat there, and nobody bothered me. I was like, "Oh, there." Yes, he's just bringing in a bag. I'm not gonna question it. <laughs> but there was, I, because it was a pretty big, like, uh, sh- over-the-shoulder sling bag. Uh, I, I guess you could like, it's, I guess it could be like a laptop bag or something. <laughs> be funny, you just bring, bring like a table. You have like a whole buffet set up in the back. Just yeah, for yourself. I mean, it was. It, it was. It was. It wasn't even just like chips or anything. I brought in like candy. I brought in. I brought in like a like. Like like a burger and stuff, <laughs> you know. It was, it was just fries, it was just an actual burrito. like meal. 
And I was like, you order pizza from the theater. So the pizza guy delivers it to your seat. Yeah. Oh, you know, I went to a theater that did that once. I think it might've been an AMC. There's some AMCs that do dine-ins. Yeah. I I saw, I think I saw the Meg. I saw the Meg or something. Oh, yeah. I remember you were telling me about that. Jason Statham Megalodon movie. Yeah. So what you do is you order the, the food and then you go to your seat and uh, they'll know what seat you're at when you order the food and they'll just uh, bring it over to you during the movie when it's ready. Now, do they, like, say you're sitting there watching a movie and someone in front of you orders food, will they be in your way of the theater? Like the movie screen, I mean? Um, it's It seemed kind of a little bit more staggered, so there's a bit more, uh, uh, what was it? It's kind of like how in Dolby, you know, that uh, there's that barrier in front of you. Yeah. So there's it, it won't be as... Uh, as bad because i would i would find that so annoying if it's just like constant like walking back and forth back and forth i'd be like my god (laughs) yeah exactly because i heard that's pretty expensive too it's not like you know it's like i mean it's like 60 bucks a person maybe well no it's it's it was like the same price as a ticket then you had to buy food so it wasn't like there was a premium ticket or anything it was just you bought the ticket and then you bought the food so altogether, it's more expensive, but you know you'd be paying extra food. How was the extra food though? For the food. Was the food like it was, decent? It's 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 okay, but it's overpriced because it's a movie theater. It's all frozen stuff anyway, probably. Yeah, exactly. Like I but, want you know, flaming was... young and a lobster with lemon twist, sir. We have hot pockets. <laughs> <laughs> Good yeah, enough. I mean, thank you. That's it's basically no. It was the burger was fine. It's just uh, you know. Bring in a laptop bag full of food. You'll be get it. You get a better experience. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny if you walk in. You have, like I said, the buffet, but also you have like this giant camera. You're just recording the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you bought two tickets. One of the, one is just for a tripod with a camera. Just you put a wig on, on it. You put a wig on it. So it's like, oh, this is my friend Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm like, excuse me, sir. Please don't talk to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't judge me. But no, I, I do like uh, I do miss the movie theaters. But like I said, um, being able to watch like the uh, Suicide Squad at home, our brand new movie that just came out, it's uh, yeah, it's being spoiled for sure. Yeah, and I I heard that um, next year or something they're gonna stop doing the like the simultaneous releases. Yeah, uh, I don't know how that's gonna change, or if they'll change that. Uh, yeah, I but mean it, it the problem. Sense. The problem is they're they're hurting the business, the businesses of the theaters, and I mean that's that's not a good thing. Like this, thinking about like the whole streaming thing in itself, it's so convenient. It's like I said, it's very lazy. But how many people do you talk about? Well, me anyway. I talk to people, and I've seen things, and I do too. Like miss like being able to go out and rent the movie, bring it home, and just like that experience is something that'll never happen ever again. Because now everything's at the tip of your fingers. You know, it's just instant everything. Everything in this world is instant. So you can order food online and it'll be at your door within like a half hour. So it's like the going out experience is going to be missed. But it's not even just the going out. It's the fact that you're killing businesses. Like think of Amazon. Like how much a small mom and pop shops they they killed, you know. It's Mm -hmm. like. It, it, like, for instance, Jonah, like, well, before COVID, but going to the mall used to be like a, like, oh, wow, there's this cool place. I got to go here. I got to go there. Now it's like clothes, 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 shoes, clothes, clothes. Yeah. You know, they, they 
used to have that awesome DVD place or movie place. And then that was gone because they had a lot of cool foreign stuff, anime, horror, all that stuff. And yeah, I remember. I remember. I used to be really excited to go to the mall because they had Borders in the mall. Yeah, and EB Games. Yeah. Uh, so I used to go between EB Games and GameStop because they were both in the mall. Sure. Oh yeah. Uh, Way back then, they, they, had, had... they had KB Toys, which was like a whole nother thing. That's where I got Final Fantasy VII, the green. Um, classics edition on PS1 mm-hmm. for like nine, ten bucks or something like that in a bin. But, you know, that's what you could get back in the day. But yeah. anyway, yeah, now forget it. It's just close, 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 and then uh, food court. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it makes sense because, like, clothes are the one thing that you might want to do in person because, you know, you order online, you're like, oh, I have to return it because it's not my size. Yeah. Because for some reason, the clothes companies are all like, hey, a 34 in our company means not 34 over there. Yeah. So it's, well, I, it's not standardized. I need uh, uh, steel-toed boots, waterproof for work, because mine are, like, literally blown out. And we mm-hmm. used to get them at, like, a town over. But I don't know if they're open or not. And I was looking on online for um, for boots. But you never know, because, like you just said, like, a 10, a size 10 is not always the same size 10, depending on the boot and the brand. So... And, uh, yeah, exactly. I, I had that problem with, uh, I was trying to get new shoes, like new Nikes. And I was like, yeah, I'm uh, 11 uh, or 11. And I was, I was at 11 and a half normally. And I was like, I got 11 and a half is too big. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, excuse me. That's, <laughs> that's not the, that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was like, let's go, let's go down to like 10 and a half. Cause it was, it seemed like a pretty big difference. So I went to, and then I was too small. I was like, I guess I'll do 11. Yeah. And 11 seems to be the right choice there. But I, I was like, for, cause for the longest time, even from Nike, so every time I bought from Nike, it was always like 11 and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's crazy. How that. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, but that's pretty much what's out there that you would walk into that in hardware stores, of course, they'll be around. But, um, anyway, Jonah suicide yes. squad. Did you like it? Yeah, I liked it. It was it was good. It was it was uh it was pretty good. You liked it better <laughs> than the first one, right? Oh yeah, definitely. So you're saying yeah. a lot. See, for me, yeah. I, like uh, I watched it with Steph, and she did not like it because she liked the first one. She liked the story of it, and mm-hmm. um, and then in this one, they like killed off the remaining characters that were in the video or the movie. The video. Mr. Boomerang. Yeah. Rest in peace. Boomer. But and then. Oh, you know, one thing that really made me, well, sorry to interrupt you, but I I just, uh, one thing that made me mad was when they killed uh, Pete Davidson. Yeah, you were saying, yeah. You know, spoiler alert, he's in a lot of promotional stuff, he dies immediately. (laughs) Well, that's it, you know, it's just, uh, like, the beginning, and like we said, I don't want to spoil anything that people haven't seen, but it's been out for a while, right? Two weeks? Yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been a good amount of time. I think two weeks. I think I think we can spoil it now that it's been out for two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Because if you're gonna see it, you're gonna see it, um, right? Or maybe you can't because you don't want to go to the theater. So. E- yeah. Either way, just if you don't want to hear more, just skip through until you know we stop talking about it. Yeah, and I'm too lazy to put time codes on the video so or audio, so you're gonna have to figure right. it out. But thanks figure for figure it out. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Pete Davidson dies. <laughs> um. And it was sort of like the whole beginning, though. They just killed off so many people. Like they had um, uh, the guy that played Merle, and um, yeah, and Saban. Yeah, I, what's what's his actor's name? I I, I knew I, it literally I like know. ten minutes ago. 
I don't know his name. I know. I, I when I reference him, I reference him as Merle. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, because he was in it and he had a cool little intro. Like he's the first person you see, and mm-hmm. then he just like he's done. And then uh, yeah, that was shocking. Like the beginning was. It's basically. If you didn't like the first one, I feel like you're going to love this one because it's basically a more comic book version of the first one, but it's also a spoof of the first one, it feels like. Yeah, what I what I took from it was that the first one was more... It had comedy, but it was more serious. They were trying to do more with the universe itself, like the DC universe. They're trying to like include that into it, Yeah, it seemed like. But with this one, it's like, let's just make this movie self-contained sure it has like things from like from the first movie with like amanda waller and uh like i think that captain the the captain was also like uh in the first movie like the soldier uh it has elements of the first movie but it's more self-contained it's supposed to be more comedy than it is serious yeah uh which is what i liked about this movie it yeah it's just uh, a lot of a lot of it was like i think they squandered some of the comedy stuff that they killed in the beginning. Like I would have liked to see Pete Davidson a bit more because uh, no matter what some people think of him, I think he's really funny. And, and Merle, I wanted to see Merle cause he, I, I, I was like, Oh, he's, he looks pretty good as Savant. You know, he's going to, it's going to do a good job, but no, he was just there to, as to like throw you off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it was, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was very strange. And then, so basically what they were doing was getting rid of, I guess they couldn't get everybody back from the first one, or if they wanted, because they're probably like, listen, you're probably going to die if you're in this movie. Yeah. Um, but anyway, they uh, they have a whole new suicide, suicide Squad team that I don't know if they're going to use for sequels because, uh, like, again, they're, I mean, the Suicide Squad itself is kind of like a, um, I guess I guess Amanda Waller's squad. So it doesn't like it doesn't matter who's in it. I guess it's like whatever. She just uses these people for her own goals or whatever, and yeah. uh, so it could be anybody. But it was. Uh, but yeah, I guess they wanted to get rid of the old so they can focus on the new. But it was it was a very because I didn't mind the first one. Maybe when I first saw it, I was like, eh. But you know. Because my wife was watching a couple of times, so I kind of, you know, poked poked in every once in a while. But the difference really is because the first one is trying to fit in the existing universe at the time. Batman versus Superman, you know, Justice League, the, all that stuff is like dark, um, dark, dark. And then this one is like fun, goofy, very, like I said, very comic booky for sure. Uh, and the characters were, I think, were a bit more interesting than, uh, than the first one, and I think it also helped a lot that it didn't focus a lot on Harley Quinn's boyfriend issues. Like, sure, it, it had there was a section where we talked about it, and 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 the you saw her reacting about it, but still, it wasn't like, oh my god, Joker's still here. Yeah, Joker, that guy. Right. I well, Joker was terrible in the first movie. I I think. But, I think too. I thought like. No offense to Jared Leto, it's not his his fault, I would say, but it's just it was it was a stupid Joker choice to, but they wanted different. But to be honest, like that Joker does not fit in because that came out after like you had the Superman movie and then the Batman vs Superman, so you have that Batman already established 
that Batman does like Ben Affleck's Batman does not seem like he does not fit with that Joker. Like a gangster Joker does not fit with that. Like Ben Affleck's Batman would would definitely be a j- dark Joker, like a darker Joker, not a chrome tooth Joker. I don't know. Does that make any sense? But like it did, no, he so. did not fit in that universe that they already mm-hmm. established. Um, he might have fit more into the comic book esque uh, you know, Suicide Squad, even though I didn't like that Joker at all. But I don't right, know. I it, think that was the biggest problem. He didn't fit in that existing universe. It seemed to me that that Joker could not have been that Batman's arch enemy. Exactly. He was just, he was so. Sure, he's like crazy and he's like a mob boss or something, but that's all he is. <laughs> yeah, that, well, like that he was... doesn't seem that much more, uh, you know, dastardly than any other mob boss. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just it just seemed off that he was the Joker in in that world, but whatever. Yeah. But uh, going back to the second movie, the there's no Joker in this movie, and that's great. And that's less to do with Harley Quinn. She's still an important part of the movie, but uh, she was, she showed up and then we went over to the other team and then eventually we, they got back together, but Harley Quinn wasn't as important as like uh, Idris Elba and his team. Yeah. Uh, and his team over there. I definitely liked the way they handled Harley Quinn. Cause she was more like, Okay, so we already know her character, whatever, and they, the pacing of her character or her scenes were a lot better. Like you said, mm-hmm. like she hooked up with that, um, whatever the hell that guy was, the president or whatever. But it was like oh, yeah. so funny because like he's getting intimate about that they just slept together and she just shoots him. She's like, sorry, I know where this is headed. I'm just going to end it right here. You know, that was funny. <laughs> that was good. It was, that was funny, yeah. Yeah, it, it, like her, and they had the little montage and stuff, but that was... Um, it was paced well, like you said. It, they don't linger on stuff that's like we don't care, you know. Um, yeah, it was cool, and I like the polka dot man. That was he's funny. That was just right. a ridiculous character, and you know John Cena was was freaking hilarious. And I I just like that I the idea of the peacemaker's philosophy. It, it, he's like I don't, uh, I love peace so much. I don't care how many men, men, women, or children I have to kill to get it. Yeah, to get it. yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. That's just so funny. He's like a uh, psychopath. He's like the dark <laughs> um, Captain America, if you will. So, what else did you like about this um, Suicide Squad versus the old Suicide Squad? Well, I like that uh, a lot of the characters were more interesting than the other ones. Like the fact uh, the whole King Shark dynamic was very funny because he's just a he's just a giant shark and he's a toddler <laughs> see what happened with that though is i saw the harley quinn cartoon and i like him better in that harley quinn cartoon and i just couldn't because they're two different they're way two different characters like you have yeah. the yeah the the um yeah like you said like the toddler version in the movie but then you have like the actual intelligible you know, normal speaking, uh, King Shark and the Harley Quinn animated show. So I think I was spoiled <laughs> by that. But I did like in the movie when they're like on the walkie talkies and he's um he's like bird and he's like King Shark or whatever they call him, the real na- his real name. And they're like, stay off the line, <laughs> stay off the radio. 
But yeah. uh, no, that was. It, I mean, I did like the character, but I I was uh, spoiled with the King Shark from the Harley Quinn animated show, so I liked that one better. Yeah, and and also the the fact that they went into like uh, that that one jungle like base and killed everyone, and then they found out they weren't supposed to kill everyone. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> that was that was funny as hell. What happened to my men? We didn't see no men. We didn't see anybody. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and like the the idea that Suicide Squad's a franchise that you can just throw in the most forgettable comic book villains in, and you know like the polka dot man. <laughs> that's yeah. something I would never have even thought to be in a movie. Yeah. And he's in, he's like a main character in this in this show, and he's pretty good. Uh, also, a lot of those guys that died in the beginning, you know, they were. They were they were always destined for it. They're they're pretty B tier. Yeah, at least most of them. Like that guy that can just like his arms come off. Like that was. Uh, yeah. How is that gonna be helpful? Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, regular arms still. <laughs> I get it if like, say you had a sniper tower and you needed to get like push him off or something. You can like, I guess use that power to like sneak your arms up and then push him off or something like that. Or choke somebody. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's useful, but in the movie, it was just a ridiculous gimmick because he feels the pain, so they shoot the arms. He's like, ah! But, it's not even like they're super strong or anything. It's right. just uh, it, it's just that they're, you know, <laughs> their regular arms are just off him. He's like Rayman. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it, yeah. Uh, uh, it, it was It was just... Uh, it's, 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 I just like the idea that in the future Suicide Squad movies... They don't have to go like, oh, we got Harley Quinn and we got other A-list villains or more or villains like uh, Bloodsport. I what was it? Is the name Bloodsport? It's Bloodsport, yeah. You know who you don't you might not know. I didn't know about him until just until this movie. Uh, but he's still cool. Yeah. You know? Polka Dot Man's not cool, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But he's interesting. Yeah. He's funny too. Exactly. So that's I like th- that they're going in that direction with future movies. I just like how um, Harley Quinn calls Bloodsport Melvin at the end, right? Melvin, it's like, it's <laughs> not my name. Are you sure? No, I think I, I, I think it's Milton or Milton. Yeah, Milton. Yeah. I always wanted yeah. to meet a Milton. <laughs> I I like I like that moment because it really showed how uh, how messed up Harley is. Yeah. Like she just can't keep everything straight in her head. Uh huh. You know. Uh, because she did have a conversation, but it was not with him. He was nearby. But, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but... And uh, I did, like, Starro as, like, this main villain. Because it's just like, what? But it's just like, ah, oh, cool. Because he's definitely... Yeah. I've We've seen him before. Uh, I like that he was a kaiju. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, that... No, I do, I do, like... It was definitely... Um, I don't know, it was just, it was just, it's really just a good time, honestly. It's just weird because if you like the first one in any way, you're going to be disappointed by the fact that they kind of get rid of everybody. Surprisingly, to be honest. And the person, not to spoil the whole movie, but the person John Cena kills was very surprising that they were going to, that they were going to kill him. I thought he was going to make it. Like, I thought he could at least lead, you know, but I think I just gave it away by saying that. So it doesn't matter. Watch the damn movie. Doesn't matter, but we're spoiling a lot of stuff. So you know, this is a spoiler full zone. That's it. Um, But it's it was a good movie. I think it's worth the watch. I wouldn't see it in theater. Uh, Maybe maybe I'll see it in theaters. I I won't see it in theaters. But would I if I wanted to? Yeah, probably. Yeah, it was definitely a movie where if um, 
this wasn't COVID wasn't happening, it would definitely be like, yeah, it's it's worth a watch for sure, for yeah. sure. And uh, yeah. a, yeah. a lot of movies are enhanced by theater experiences. Like we talked about Paranormal Activity before. Yeah, it's not the same outside of theater. You know. Yeah. No. Uh, not at all. <laughs> And I'm not saying this is the same way, but uh, if you really like this movie, you probably like it better if you watch it on the big screen. Yeah, absolutely. Because, like, for instance, I was watching it, and I had a good, like, few laughs where I was, like, laughing out loud a little bit. But if you're in a theater, like, I think Steph might have liked it a little bit more if, like, the rest, like, if she was in a room full of people laughing at the same time. Because then, like, you know, that triggers you to laugh, too. Like, if even yeah. if you see something on screen that somebody's laughing at, like, your body's just like, oh, this is funny. And then you start, like, even if you're not laughing, you're still, like, smiling. I feel like that, too, adds to, like, the movie theater experience. When something's funny, like, and other people laugh, you're going to laugh, too. And once you get that presence that people are having a good time, that's going to happen. Like, I remember watching... uh when I saw Kick-Ass for the first time, not the first time, but I was just saying, like, Kick-Ass won in theaters. Like, I had no idea what the hell Kick-Ass really was. I didn't even know it was... I, I think I knew it was a graphic novel, but I knew nothing of it. And when I watched it, I'm like, what is happening? Even, like, the people behind me didn't even see it. They're like, how am I having this much fun right now? Like, everyone was just having such a ball <laughs> with that movie. Uh, same thing with Avengers. You know, 2012, the first one. That was, that was awesome. But, um... Yeah, exactly. Like that's it's a good movie theater experience because you're gonna get that everyone having a good time feeling. I believe. Uh, so yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I give a, I give it a thumbs up. Hell yeah, that's what <laughs> I like to see. Um, yeah, but it like I said, it was weird. Um, when I first saw, I didn't see it again, but you know I had to process it a little bit because watching it like when you're the only one laughing, like I'm saying with the theater, like. My, my wife wasn't laughing. She was, she actually did laugh. She liked, she liked King Shark as well. Um, but she was still thrown off that they killed a lot of the original characters that she really liked. Like, she liked Boomer and uh, obviously the um, the main guy, too. So she's like, what the hell is going on? Like, what is that? <laughs> so when I when the movie ended, I was like, I was like, how did you like it? She goes, I didn't like it at all. I was like, <laughs> I kind of liked it. I don't know. It was that vibe, yeah. you know. Like I said, if you had other people liking it, then it, then it's a whole different thing. But yeah, I can I now I know thing... why Will Smith wasn't in it because they would probably <laughs> got rid of him. <laughs> exactly, and I think the whole thing about it is that uh, the the movie wants to subvert expectations by doing that whole thing, or like, oh, we have our team, J.K. That's not our team. Yeah, but you know, at the t- same time, I'm just like, but I, w- but wanted to see more of that that team. Yeah, but they were just they were just thrown in there to die. Yeah. I would have and liked it if people... they slowly got rid of them instead of just like as a giant spoof. But I understand like with pacing and stuff. I don't know. Um, plus, I mean, the real threat would have been the end anyway. So, you know, because they took... yeah. And go ahead. I was gonna we're... say they you, we saw them take out all those people right in the and when the mm-hmm. one were like, oh, we didn't see anybody outside. Like how flawlessly they just took out everybody. So there wouldn't yeah. really been like a hu- a bigger threat than that intro to get rid of the rest of the characters. So I guess they would have had to have just been like, all right, yeah, they're they're gonna die now. That way we can have these guys kind of coast through the movie until the end when like shit really hits the fan. But yeah, I don't know. I uh, enjoyed it. It's more. It's definitely more of a comic book movie than the first one. The first one was just trying to be an action movie with character uh, comic book characters, like try to fit in the. Um, Zack Schneider universe 
But this one's just like, fuck it. This is the James Gunn universe. It's <laughs> it's a comic book movie. Sit back, enjoy. And that's, I think, what the DC universe should do more is, you know, standalone movies that can stand on their own without having to support a storyline in another movie or, yeah. or or lead up to a villain like Thanos or, or whatever. This was like, this was Sh- Shazam. Like, this was as good as Shazam was. Yeah, yeah, Shazam, sh- exactly. Shazam stood on its own. So did Wonder Woman. So did this movie. And I think that's what the DC should go into instead of trying to keep doing what they've been trying to do, which has not been working. <laughs> Everything uh, you're doing <laughs> is bad. Exactly, you know, and they sh- they should have learned from The Dark Knight, you know, with that trilogy not trying to be part of anything except itself. Uh, you know, no matter what, what you think about Dark Knight Rises being... Not as good as the Dark Knight, yeah. which is objectively true. Uh, I saw, you know, I've watched Dark Knight again, Dark Knight Rises. I mean, and it's better than the first time I saw it because I haven't, I've, I haven't, I don't think I watched it with Steph, but I haven't watched it since I saw it in theaters. And it's, I we talked about this. It's the freaking yeah. Batwing, the Bat Jet, or whatever they call it, or the Bat. Yeah. It's just that. And the fact that Tom Hardy is a fantastic actor, but he should not have been Bane. Bane should have been played by someone bigger, like an actual, like wrestler, someone that actually is like seven foot tall, menacing in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, someone like they could have put prosthetics on that person, but yeah, he does but not I, fit I, Bane. I, like, and the fact that Bane, because they give Bane like the superhuman strength, but in reality, like if you look at Bane, he's not that big. Like he wouldn't be able to just bust out of handcuffs like that. Um, Right. He just, like, breaks people's necks by just, like, touching them. And it's like, you're not, <laughs> like, he, you can tell he's standing on boxes when he's near characters, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's a difference between the Dwayne The Rock Johnson when you know he's, like, a fucking huge guy in real life versus, like, Tom Hardy. And then you're just like, it was just, uh, but that's Christopher Nolan. He he always casts the same actors in movies. Well, yeah. I've I've always been like at odds with uh with the p- perception of Dark Knight Rises because I love Tom Hardy's Bane. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was I thought I I really I, th- I really think it's it adds to the movie really well. And everyone's like, "Oh, he's got a stupid voice." I'm like, "He's got a great voice." <laughs> he's got a fantastic. He's got a beautiful <laughs> he's got a, voice. He's got a fantastic fucking voice. As he says to the kid, <laughs> "What a beautiful voice." <laughs> <laughs> he goes into the football field. He's like. Hello, I'm here to kill you all. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, and, and this gives you power over me? Oh. <laughs> Did you see that? There was this one YouTube like thing where somebody emulated that voice and just like dubbed over the scenes. And he's like, you are what you eat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> are you peanut butter and jelly? <laughs> yeah. He's doing all like the dairy, uh, whatever it was, it was, like the calories yeah. and stuff. It was the funniest thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, um, but I I really love that that movie, even though that has a whole lot of plot shit that doesn't really make sense. Like you know, Batman broke his back, and all he did was a few pull ups, and now he's good that's to it, go. Man. A couple push ups, you get right back up. <laughs> the, the freaking doctor punches his back, that sets his back in place, right? And then a matter yeah. of like three months, his back heals from being broken mm-hmm. just because of the push ups, obviously. And uh, now, mind you, it would be one thing if like Batman. Or Bruce Wayne was training those eight years gap, yeah. but he wasn't like his his cartilage 
Like, he's basically a 60-year-old man now in a 40-year-old body. And I get it if he was training up to the point where he broke his back, where it's like, okay, because his body, his, his like, um, let's just say his uh, metabolism, I don't know, I just made up that word, but, like, you know, like, Metabolism. metabolism would be for food and stuff like that, but, like, the healing aspect, because he's so healthy... Let's just say, like, let's think comic books for a second. Um, Then I could be like, okay, well, three months, sure, you know, he's doing push-ups, he's Batman, whatever. But this is like a 40-year-old guy that just threw on his suit after eight years of not doing anything. He's got to walk with a cane. Um, Yeah. And then uh, he's he's not getting up in three months. I'm sorry. But I don't know. It was such a – it really was because you have the dark – first of all, Batman Begins is a great Batman movie. The Dark Knight is a great, I guess, crime drama, if you will, but it's it still fits in there. Um, the only drawback of The Dark Knight was obviously uh, the Rachel Dawes being recast because she just Maggie Gyllenhaal just is a completely different, gives her a different, very different character um, portrayal, which is nothing on her. It's just, I mean, what, what can you do? You know, you don't want to act exactly like somebody. Um. But that was the big, <clears throat> that was the only thing I had a problem with that movie. <clears throat> Excuse me. Other than that movie's uh, on par to be like the best comic book movie. Alongside uh, Kick-Ass and, uh, of course, Spider-Man 2. Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man 2. Um, Spider-Man 2 is so good. <clears throat> oh, it's fan- it's fantastic comic book movie. And, um, but The Dark Knight, I mean, Heath Ledger. Just like I was imitating that for everyone was imitating that. I was even that for that Halloween for like years to come. But the Dark Knight <laughs> Rises, man, that's just uh, just even rewatching it. It's just it's just doesn't like it doesn't know what it wants to be. Like it mm-hmm. wants to have the the um, the Nightfall story in there where Batman breaks his back, but they don't know how to piece it together in this one movie. And like it's just uh, like I liked I liked. Um, Anne Hathaway as Catwoman, like her characters, it, like and it's it, they they try to make everything in like a reality where it could happen. Um, like her character is not dressed as a cat, but she's a cat burglar, and like when she has the goggles up, it looks like cat ears. So that's how like they they portray her as a Catwoman. Um, but like that bat jet just made no sense. Like you can't just like honestly, he hides it on a roof. Like, not, no one's not going to notice that, like, going into a taller building and be like, oh, hey, fuck is that? Let's go get it, you know? And the fact is, uh, my, like, I like the Bane voice, whatever, it's, it's, everyone parodies it, but Bane himself should have been more menacing. And the only thing that they could say is, oh, it was because Batman wasn't Batman for eight years, but it's like, that's so bad. Like, you got to give him a challenge. Don't, don't take, like, in the, in the story, he broke his back. Because he was just so damn exhausted from... Because uh, Bane blew up Arkham. Or mm-hmm. didn't blow it up, but he blew out a wall. And, like, all the main villains... Like, a lot of guys were escaping because of the hole in the wall he he made. So, Batman had to, like, fight all these bad guys before he got to Bane. So, he was really, like, exhausted. No sleep or nothing like that. And that's how he did it in the comic books. But for this one, like... I mean, but he was still, like, Batman. And this one, like I said, he was eight years out, and uh, it's just the, the story wasn't good. I'm just gonna leave it at that. End of story. But where the hell were we <laughs> talking about Suicide <laughs> Squad and that Batman, like trying to make it its own thing, or the um, yeah, 
how we're tra- we're talking about how like DC needs to be more self-contained, just like how the Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight series was. Yeah, like, I mean, didn't think about anything else. What's nice though, because I did rewatch, um, Man of Steel. Batman versus Superman and Zack Snyder. Well, I got a little bit into Zack Snyder's Justice League again. But if you watch those movies back to back, it is one story. Like, it is one complete story and it flows nicely. Instead of just watching one, wait, then watch another one, then watch another. Like, I watched them back to back and Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman, like, flows nice into each other. Uh, same with uh, Justice League. And I assume, like, Wonder Woman and stuff like that. I just didn't rewatch those. But, um,. It's uh, as like a trilogy, yeah. It it it, it fits, but it's just uh, like you said. It if they're gonna do standalone stuff, it's gotta be uh, like you said, better. <laughs> exactly, and also uh, one thing that I noticed about DC, uh, maybe not just DC movies, but just movies nowadays in general, is they're getting a bit too long. Like I think, even though I liked Suicide Squad. I think it was a bit. I think it overstayed its welcome. I was like, "Is, is it still going?" <laughs> I liked it, but is it still there? <laughs> I think it's more than two hours. I don't know how exactly how long it was, but it was more than two hours. Uh, plus, you have to wait for the after credits scene. Although, like, you could skip it uh, if you're streaming. That's it. But, See, that's the it's the glory. But um, but like uh, because because a lot because I'm, I'm okay. So, so uh, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse was one of my favorite movies uh, in recent memory. And that was like less. It was less than two hours. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> you know, I'm guessing. <laughs> At least it didn't feel like it was. It was overstaying its welcome. It didn't feel like okay. You know, move on so I can finish, see what happens at the end. Because it was. It was fine all the way through. But in Suicide Squad, uh, it, 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 while it was good throughout the movie, it's, at times I was just like, okay, let's let's move along, please. And and you know, um, I, I think I was. It was like the same thing for a lot of the justice league movies, like at least Aquaman, I remember was like that. I was where I was kind of getting tired of watching it. I was just like, just move on, please. <laughs> so it's, it, I feel like if a movie is approaching two hours or is over two hours, it's too much. It's garbage. It too much. Throw time. it out. You need, you need to cut it. You need to cut it back. You know, an hour and a half is fine. <laughs> they try to fit so much story though into a movie and the biggest problem with those movies is the pacing of course and sometimes Mm -hmm. though well i should say and they don't want to have to well obviously the justice league was freaking long movie especially the Zack snyder but there's so much information that you would have to split up the movies or nowadays like instead of releasing that as one giant movie set the like they should have released like the chapters maybe separately that way it's like oh okay so we're gonna make a little like streaming event out of this like they do with marvel now with the episodes but uh it's it's um it could be a double-edged sword the problem like i said the big thing to solve is the pacing you get the pacing right you can sit through a two and a half hour movie and not realize you just did you might be like oh this movie was only like two hours or an hour 45 but no that's two hours wow that's crazy um but it's you know it's the writing as well because you should you could condense it um, like for instance, Star Wars Episode Three, rewatching that, there's so much shit that happens in that movie. There's so much shit that they had, like they should have explained better. I feel like there's more story behind that. Like even watching the Clone Wars show, 
how Anakin becomes Darth Vader so fast, like falls to the dark side so fast. They hint at it throughout the Clone Wars of, you know, here and there. But in the movie, he just like literally just like, hey, I need him alive. And then cuts off Mace Windu's arm. And then he just swears his allegiance and becomes like evil and kills all the children. Like it was just like, oh, instantly. Like this whole, let's just say the Jedi um, way is religion, right? He was following this entire religion his whole life. And then within five minutes, he's going to be like, oh, well, fuck this. I'm going to join this guy. Everyone that's a Jedi is bad because they wanted to kill this man. That seems to be a Sith Lord. You know, it's just like, I feel like there's so much more backstory they could have said. Like, they could have had better setup, more character development, let's just say. That movie, I feel, could have been two parts. But you can't do that when you have episode one, episode two, episode three, episode four. You know, because then you would be like, episode three, part two. It just doesn't flow within the chapter. But that's the problem. Uh, Some movies need... Those extra hours, the extra story. Because I think there is a version of episode three that was supposed to be like three hours long or something like that. Um, but like even even if it was three hours long just to fill all the plot holes or whatever that they had or any issues. The fact that the all every all three movies were made without each other in mind just hurts it so much. And, and then they, they, had, they had to resort to like. Palpatine coming out of nowhere at the at the end, you know, just being like, "Hey, Palpatine's here." Oh, you're talking the, about you're the scrolling information. You're talking about the the new three one. Wait, what are we talking about? I was talking about episode three. Yeah, Revenge of the Sith. Oh, okay. You're talking about episode okay. seven, eight, nine. <laughs> but going yeah, about seven, eight, yeah nine. going back into that, you're absolutely right. But that's on Disney for being, or no, I don't know who they put in charge. Whatever, whoever was in charge of that trilogy. They literally had the idea of making one movie at a time. With the yeah. Marvel way, they freaking know what's happening 10 movies from now already. Like, they have exact, they know exactly how all the movies are going to tie in. They might not know who's playing who, but they have that in mind already. They have the story, and they're constantly, like, making it better, let's just say. Not right. that I work there, but I'm just saying, you know, they have. No, no. They know who you are. Exactly. Mickey Mouse. <laughs> yeah. And Donald Duck, you <laughs> prick. <laughs> um, so they have their story already spread out. These were just like, oh, let's just, I don't know. It was just stupid. But they should have planned it out so much better. And we talked about this before. Um, yeah. They should have intertwined with each other. They should have. They were trying to do it the way they used to do it. They got. They brought out Star Wars. And then. That was a huge hit, so they had enough money to do a sequel, and then they penned the sequel. Second one wasn't even directed by George Lucas, and it ended up being a fantastic, better movie. But, and, like, you know you know how, like, A New Hope ended up being episode four, and like, oh, well, there's backstory. It was never like that. It was just supposed to be Star mm-hmm. Wars. Like, that was it. And then the new ones came out, and then all of a sudden it became episode four, five, and six, and then he's like, oh, by the way, I have backstory to everything. To everybody, right? That's the that, problem. That's kind of that's kind of like why I prefer to watch that series with uh, an order of release rather than an order of you know events. So instead of one, two, three, four, five, six, I'd be like four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine. Although I don't really want to watch seven, eight, nine anymore, or one, two, three, really, but uh, or four, five, six. I don't really want to watch them anymore, but that's I how to... I would watch them. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of but, people uh, have that debate whether to watch them in story order or 
um, release order. But I think you have it's... a better a better appreciation for the older ones or the original trilogy if you watch them first. And then if your interest is exactly. peaked, then you could go watch the others and then be like, oh, so that's how that happened. And then 789 was more or less like, is it going to get good yet? When's it going to get good? Maybe the next movie's going to be good. Oh, this is going to end well, right? This is going to end so awesome. And then you watch it, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, you know, that's actually kind of reminds me of when I was playing through the Yakuza series. Um, Yakuza, you know, has one, two, three, four, five, six, and now seven. But also it has Yakuza 0 which some people think is like the best game in the series. And also they, that's where people would tell you to start because it's a prequel. Right. So it's, it's, set, it's set before Yakuza 1. But I would say don't do that. Start with Yakuza 1, go all the way up to 6, and then go back to 0. Uh, because Yakuza 0 has a whole bunch of references to other stuff in the other games, including characters that might that are like main villains who are not main villains yet. <laughs> mm. And they have their own like fun side stories that you can do. Plus, you know, you, you get set up, the, the game set up new stuff throughout the hand. And then when you get up to Yakuza zero, you don't know all, all, a lot of that stuff because they're not going to set it up again in zero just because you weren't there. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's, it's, I would say play through everything, everything until six or something, and then go all the way back to zero because Yakuza Zero came out free re, more recently. It's a lot more polished than the other games. It's gonna be a little hard to play Yakuza Zero, then go to Yakuza One. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I gotcha. But, you know, but uh, that's just diverting. I'm just saying, play order of release because, uh, because that's how it was. Because that's how all the information was released to you, so you're not really missing anything. Yeah. While if you're if you start with one of the most recent release. They're not going to give you everything that you need to know immediately through in that movie because they're like, hey, the other movies are there. Just watch those. Mm -hmm. That's where they set everything up. And I feel like that's the way they should have been should be doing it, because if they really if they give you all that information every single time, it's going to get boring. Yeah, I hear you. But um, that kind of leads into our other show was Bad Batch because you and I both ended up watching that because the first season just wrapped up. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of it? I thought it was good. It was it was just setting up their it's um, it, they're setting up a reconciliation, you know, between the the main cast and Crosshair. Crosshair, you know, uh it didn't happen this this episode. Uh, you know, but it's it's set it's set up that there is a chance that it could happen next season, which it does does seem like they're going to do it next season. My my guess oh, is that official announcements. My guess. Oh, by the way, the Bad Batch is uh, like a continuation of the Clone Wars story, but it happens like the first episode is literally the transition from Order sixty six. So it's pretty cool. The first episode I really liked, um, and then it kind of becomes its own thing. Still dealing with the, uh, the new Empire and all that jazz. But anyway, um, I feel like there's gonna be in season two. Um, a sacrifice that Crosshairs does. You know, it just seems like it's setting up to that where he's like, oh, I have to, you know, sacrifice myself for these guys in the end. Because I don't think his, his chip was removed. I think he just said it. 
Yeah, because I, I, I don't see how it could have been removed. Yeah, there's no way that it, while he had the chip, because they're the, not going to take it out for him. Because in the episode know? when they when they had him, they're like, oh, does he have the chip? Yeah, and then they went to enhance the chip, like enhance the. Yeah. So he still has it. It's just it, the chip's making him be a dick, <laughs> even more so. Exactly. So, so he's going to lie to him and be like, no, it was removed long time ago. So. Exactly. The only way I could see it having been removed is if like that one scientist lady uh, was like, hey, let's in, let's do some medical stuff for you. Yeah. And he's like, OK. And then he goes in and she's like, let's take out the chip. But yeah. why would she do that? You know, there's no reason for her yeah. to do that. And that scar like, is he, just from the burns that he got from the um, from the engine. That wasn't like he got blown up and they needed to exactly. like do surgery on him. So, yeah, I feel like that was just. uh that was just maybe that, maybe that heat from that damage damaged the chip, but it's still there. But I don't know. Yeah, it it does it doesn't make it doesn't make sense for it to have been removed. So he's probably just making them hate him or something. Right. Yeah. But it, it seems like the next season he's gonna be like, yeah, the Empire's not gonna not gonna help me out. Because I'm just uh, just a clone. But what's interesting? So go back, to my bros. Yeah, but what's interesting is I like what they're doing. If you notice the subtle hints with the clones, is every once in a while, like there was a clone on the uh, destroyer ship that was like confirming that Camino was blown up, but like his his demeanor was like sad about it. You know, if you if you notice that, so I did. Yeah, it kind of makes sense why they want to get rid of the clones because the clones had only one. Like purpose was to you know defeat the uh, the droid art or whatever like fight for the Republic and then Order sixty six take out all Jedi like that's what they're basically used for. So now I feel like the chips are like the effect was only Order sixty six and like to turn them to like the Empire. But I feel like there's some that are just like that that effect kind of will eventually wear off. I don't know. So they want to make sure that, well, plus, I mean, the, all the clones have that enhanced um, or that uh, age enhancement where they, they age really fast. Like they, right. they mentioned that um, Omega is actually older than them. And she's only like, I don't even know how old, but uh, she was there when they were being created or cloned, which is interesting because right. she she's going to age like Boba Fett, just normal. Mm-hmm. Um. So I feel like there's going to be like, that's why they're trying, or they that's their way of explaining why the Empire wants to recruit people, dedicated people, versus the clones. Because the dedication is just, uh, like, there's no way they're going to change their minds. They're always going to work for the Empire versus the clones who are going to be like, what the hell's going on? Like, they're going to slowly snap out of it, I think. Yeah, well, I, I took that guy's... Uh that guy's hesitation because even though he's a clone that Camino is like the only home he ever had. So now that's being destroyed. Now he's like, Oh, I guess now my home's gone. I lost so I, that's, my that's, teddy bear. Exactly. So yeah, that's, that's uh. so I figured that's what that was. He's like, I don't know. It's like, yeah, well, Camino's blown up sucks for me, but what am I going to do about it? Yeah. On to the next I, mission. I just, <laughs> I just figured that the, the reason they're getting rid of the regs is because creating clones is more expensive than just brainwashing citizens into being soldiers. But I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, but I, what I find interesting though is because the past couple episodes they had um like the commanders are starting to like. You know, they they rescued the one guy, and then they had the other commander from the other one kind of like uh, defect from the empire. So they're like, I feel like there's something they're telling us that they're not like perfect. Um, because in the beginning, and especially watching Clone Wars, when Ahsoka. Like, as soon as, like, Order 66 came, even Rex was, like, freaking, like, hungry to kill her. Like, just, like, ferocious about it. Um, so I feel like they start at that, and then they just slowly be like, oh, shit, what's happening here? Um, but anyway, I guess we'll find out, or we might not find out at all. They might not even worry about it. But I guess they um, they hinted at they're going to start trying to figure out a way to clone uh, Palpatine already. No. Oh. They can't just let go. <laughs> get, get him out of here. I'm tired of that guy. I was, just get a new one. I was, re- <laughs> <laughs> I was reading an article where they just talked to like some Star Wars writer or something or head of whatever, and they kind of confirmed that, um, like the cloning of Palpatine was well in advance. Like, uh, he always had a plan for it. So if he were to die he already had like kind of like a vessel in mind. So that's why that's the whole purpose of, um, of, uh, what the hell was her Daisy's character? Whatever her name was. I don't even remember. That's how like Luke Skywalker, you know, that name forever. Ray. It was Ray. 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 That's right. Fucking Ray. (laughs) (laughs) Um, what did you, and I apologize if I don't, if I uh, miss some things you say, because, I'm using Wi-Fi for FaceTime, and it keeps cutting in and out sometimes. I got gotcha. you. Uh, I think that's why we went to the iPhone before. Yes, <laughs> that might have been the reason why we skipped. Probably, it's not too bad. All it's right, not too bad. Though. It's probably just you just got to air out your mic. That's all. But um, yeah. So Ray was supposed to be like the new vessel, but whatever. Anyway, at the end <laughs> of like this last uh, the season finale of the Bad Batch, they uh, hinted that they were going to use the guy. Or the girl, yeah, the girl, the scientist, to uh, start making, figuring out a way to clone some folks or one folk, some Sith Lord. Man, I just don't want to hear the name Palpatine ever again. You know, he's. You gotta call him Darth Sidious then. I don't want to hear that one either. I don't want to hear him existing ever my again. My name is. I'm tired. My name is Tom. <laughs> That's better. That's better. I like. Uh, it's, it's just. It says we get him. We get him as the main boss in the original trilogy. We get him as the main boss in the. What's the newest trilogy called? Um, the Force Sucks edition. <laughs> the Force Sucks edition. I don't exactly. even know what the uh, new trilogy. It doesn't even matter. You can't even say Snoke. Uh, just the f- Kylo Ren, the angry Kylo Ren series. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? I don't know. But uh, and he's. And he's not technically the main boss. In, no, he is the main boss, kind of. The in, Emperor? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's in, the head honcho. In, in he's the behind prequel. everything. No, in, in the prequel, I mean. Well, he's, yeah, he's not. He's, a, he's the main boss. He Yeah, because they yeah. still have him in the shadows. Like, he pulls everything from everything you see from episode one on. Like, he had this foreseen. He knew exactly what the hell he was doing. He's actually a badass. I wish they represented him more as being, like, a badass. Because in the Clone Wars, man, he, like takes on Maul and the other guy and like 
Maul's like begging for his life at one point, and he's just like, no mercy. And he just like, he's freaking awesome. Too bad they didn't utilize that at all. He just, especially in the new trilogy, they just fucked up. That's all I'm going to say. It's so annoying. Absolutely annoying. But whatever. Yeah. Not not here to worry about that. <laughs> I think I think they're trying to like, I don't know if they're just going to focus now on the in-betweens forever, or they're going to, I don't know, there's, you Unfortunately, I don't know if they could ever just be like, oh, by the way, that never happened. We're just going to make a new 789 story, not including, like, the main cast. I don't know. Yeah. It just I mean, seems so, it like, would... it's so disappointing where it's just like, ah, it's just so so bad, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't great. I and, did and like the that... cinema. I said it before. I did like the cinematography of episode nine, though. Like, in the beginning, when it's, like, the... The shot on that, on I guess it's Mustafar, when it's like all fire and stuff, and he's getting that whatever the radar. And I liked the Sith world where it was all like like lightning, and the battleships are up up top, or the star destroyers or whatever. That was cool. I liked it, but the story itself with the characters is just like, what is happening? Well, everything looks good. You know, it's it's always gonna be it's always gonna look good. It's just not gonna be very interesting. <laughs> you know, the set yeah. design or the, the graphics they use, everything's going to be interesting looking. But then you're like, oh, shit, fuck. It's Palpatine. <laughs> Without... <laughs> it's just called pap- Paprika. Because <laughs> I remember what I, I remember the moment when I was watching the movie and it, there was a scrolling happened, like the, the, the scrolling words, and it's just like, Palpatine. So I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Excuse me? Was that... <laughs> but it's funny because it was literally... ever in, in the text, like, it's like somehow Palpatine's back or something like that. Or they even <laughs> say it in the in the movies. They're like, somehow Palpatine's back. It's like, well, holy shit. Somehow he's back. Even the writers like, are like, there's, there's, he is. Uh, there's like a... F- you, I would let some things go being just like, okay, this has happened uh, and then we're gonna tell you over this these like these words before the movie starts. I was not letting that go. That's <laughs> you can't let that go. <laughs> a mysterious. This is a fourth movie from Palpatine is back. This is a fourth movie in a in a in a quadrilogy that's missing a third. You know exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, well said. Uh, so, well it, said. It just doesn't make sense, and I don't want to let that let that pass, and it just hurt. No, the they movie, they so. they cash grabbed that entire trilogy right there that new trilogy was a bullshit cash grab and uh yeah they really didn't care about honestly they didn't care about the fans if you think about it because all fans wanted was to have the three amigos back they Mm -hmm. screwed that up and then unfortunately Carrie, carrie fisher passed away so they could never have that back ever again yeah, and uh, and you know I I know they and I know they had no choice, but the way they like uh, they put together Princess Leia in the in the third movie was was not that seamless. <laughs> you know, it's it just it was very awkward. It's and so, I know it, it was so like yeah, exactly like you said. They could have done a better. I uh, yeah. I don't know. It's just, and, I, and I'm not going to like fault them for it because they didn't have a choice. But I, it's, it's, and it's not like I can be like, Leia, why, why the hell did you die? They should have just, just did a suicide squad. They should have just, in the first movie, within the first 10 minutes, killed all the main cast, have them all together, together, die together, and then move on. That would have been, Honestly? as pissed off as people would have been, that would have been better. 
than what we got. Yeah. Because then they controlled their fates on screen and off screen. Um, I shouldn't say off screen, but you know what I mean. They had more. Like, they could get everybody together, end it. And that's how you bring Palpatine back. He should have just showed up in the first one and, like, wiped out everybody as, like, this giant revenge. And you'd be like, what the fuck? And then that's it. Then he goes on to the sequels and they can do whatever the hell they want to do. He killed the Chosen One. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's enough about Star Wars. Yeah. I hate Star Wars. That's why it's... Who cares about Star Wars? (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, anyway, what else did I... Well, uh, what what have you you seen? um, Did you... Go ahead. Uh, I, I saw I saw you liked a tweet like a week ago or so about from like a digital press or something. Yes. Digital press, uh, the video game store in Clifton. They had a bunch of Switch games come in. They, yeah, they had a bunch of Switch games. They also had a bunch of 3DS games and uh, PS2 games. And I was like, I want all of those. But uh, I didn't I didn't go down there. But uh, it was, they, they had that. That's sort of like. That like tweet like set me off on like uh of me looking at games again. I was like, shit, <laughs> damn it, John. I was gonna, I was actually gonna uh, tag you in it, but I, I didn't. I did it while was at work, so I didn't have time. But I was like, and no, then I was I actually thinking that I was like, if I show Jonah this, he's gonna fly. He's not even gonna drive down there. He's gonna somehow fly in a private jet as fast no, as I, he can <laughs> to the store and buy no, everything. I I, <laughs> I I I kept myself from doing so, but I they 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 even had um. They had Radiant Historia, like, launch edition for 3DS, which is something that I did want. But I was like, you know, I have the DS version. I beat the DS version 100%. And then eventually the 3DS version became kind of expensive. So I was like, I missed out on that. But I didn't want to go down there and be like, oh, look, let's start building up a PS2 collection. (laughs) Because a lot of the games in the PS2, in the pictures on that tweet... Were, were like the games that I would want. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I think they had Magna Carta and other games. I don't remember the rest, but there was a bunch. And then uh, also today, I saw uh, Level 1 Games. I, I follow their Facebook page. I saw they posted a bunch of trade-ins. And there was a whole bunch of games, and a bunch of PSP games that I wanted, like Final Fantasy. Uh, and then a P- PS3 game, they had Folklore for the PS3 which I think I've told you before is like a game that I did want, but it was too expensive. Yeah. But I eventually I've actually managed to procure. You can do this. Procure one. <laughs> oh yeah. Procure one myself. I've, I've managed to procure one uh, for a relatively good price, about 60 bucks. But this one was, there was, this was in level one games and I was like, Oh, you couldn't have got this when I went there myself before, but now, but now it's too late. I'm done with PS3. I don't want any more PS3. And I doubt it's going to be at a good price. You know, they they know what they have. They yeah. With video game stores, they know what they have. And sure, it might be better than eBay. It might not be. Whatever. Yeah. It's uh, it's all about seeing it and getting excited for it. And then you see the price. You're like, no, thank you. You know, yeah. And sometimes I, I sometimes they do have better prices, but it's not going to be like a steal, you know? If you if you want to steal, you want to go to like a thrift store or something and hope they don't know what they have. Yeah, well, uh, good luck. Usually, good luck with that. And around they're here, not gonna, anyway. Yeah, I like I've went to Goodwill, the Goodwill next to level one, and the only thing they ever have is just like sports games and 
and like connect at connectimals and stuff. You'll you never know? be able to find anything good next to the game store because you. What do you think the gamers are looking for? They're gonna go right next exactly. door to the same store. That's why like around here, like flea market and stuff, because we have a lot of game stores now in the like just say like within an hour of each other. If we're the center, like oh, from an hour of us, we have a, there's a lot of retro stores. So everything in the vicinity, they're constantly looking. Like they have people out shopping all the time. Like. Pandora's box. They're always doing on house calls. They're always doing like like things like that, flea markets, stuff like like looking for things. So there's no like it'd be impossible almost to unless you're like you're the first one there everywhere and like that's your like like uh, I don't even know like I just around here I don't think that's possible. Yeah, it's just uh, it just I like when I go into a store I'm like oh my god I can't believe they have that. I remember I got a uh, from GameStop I got. Uh, what was it? A Vita TV. You know, it's the little Vita set-top box where it's you can play Vita games on your TV. Uh, nobody wanted it for a while, so GameStop was selling for like twenty bucks. I got it, and now it's kind of expensive because <laughs> it nobody bought it and it's kind of rare. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens with unpopular systems is people st- people want it later on. Yeah, well, that's uh, true, absolutely, because of scarcity and stuff, but. Uh, so when, so that kind of stuff happens every now and then for me, but not often. <laughs> and it was only GameStop, uh, which is, oh, GameStop is also sold stuff like, uh, uh, Gravity Rush Remastered, but they know what they, they, they know what they have, I guess. Cause they've been selling it for like 60 bucks. There was a know, lot. I, I, um, I saw a lot of posts, uh, recently about Gravity Rush being sold there. Used of yeah. course, but. Yeah, it's uh, apparently they they keep listing them, every, uh, and apparently they've been in good condition. They people have been getting them with the the case. Um, mine came with the case. I bought one. <laughs> uh, and so I, it was it's sixty bucks for a pre owned game, but it's better than what it could be. But at the same time, I'm pretty sure that's just driving down the price because GameStop's like, hey, we have a warehouse full of these games. Gotcha. That helps but, us. Know, that helps us, that helps us, us little people. You know, I, I just feel sorry for anyone that like bought the game pre-owned when it was like 150 to 200 bucks. I do not feel <laughs> bad for them. They you know, know what they have. Well, at least they can say at least they might have a complete one with box so they know what they have versus you don't know what GameStop's giving well, you. I don't want to know what well, GameStop. Well, no, I, it GameStop's recent ones have been giving uh have have been giving complete which is just the case and artwork so i remember a long time ago when the, they first listed pre-owned games for a pre-owned copy of uh gravity rush remastered they sent me gravity rush 2 and i was like this is not gravity rush give me gravity rush 1 remastered they're like okay they sent me gravity rush 2 again mm-hmm. i was like excuse me uh and they're like okay hold on and they sent me gravity rush remastered pal edition so you know like the uk or whatever the european one yeah which is not worth anywhere near as much as the regular gravity russian master and i was like okay why would you <laughs> <laughs> so at this point i've gotten three games <laughs> and they're like just keep them there you go <laughs> I'm like fine whatever i it's because i still paid like 60 bucks for the gravity <laughs> russian mastered but I was just I was just gonna let it go because they gave me three games. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. But but now they're selling out, sending out actual North American copies of Gravity Rush Remastered. So, you know, it's 
it's worth the price, I guess. <laughs> Bully for you. Bully for you, <laughs> Bully good for sir. me. I just I, I I I just like going to game stores and finding stuff that uh is rare or worth something for a little less than I would have had to spend on eBay. Yeah. It's just not the case. It's I just think, never the case. I don't know. It, it's uh, every collector I think is looking for a good deal, but I think now too the rarity that you would find something cheaper in an actual physical location is is very very rare but i think the mindset though has to be like i'm going in and if i see something i like i'll get it but get like one thing that way you don't feel like you're overpricing but i think it's just like the excitement of seeing something in the wild for the first time i think that's something that's that's like the appeal to it like for me especially like going in like wow they have this game oh well they have all like the whole series and it's like physical again it's like oh i'll get it but then again, you can always hop on eBay and be like, oh, by the way, it's $50 less on this, so I'm going to get it. But I don't know. Yeah. I mean, uh, when I went to Video Games New York, uh, I got a pretty good deal on a Vita game, Sharing the Wanderer. Like the, the big box, like collector's edition, I got it for like 30 bucks at uh, at the store. And on eBay, it's going for like 70 to 100 mm-hmm. Uh And it was pre-owned. It was like resealed pre-owned, you know? Um, so, but it, everything was in like n- almost new condition, mm-hmm. just a couple dings on the box. And I knew it was pre-owned. It's not like I was tricked into buying, uh, old, uh, you, uh, used game as new, but I, it's labeled as pre-owned in a, in the pre-owned section. It's just, it has its own shrink wrap to protect it. So I was pretty happy with that purchase because on eBay, I had been looking at that game. I had been looking at Vita games. Uh, it's just eBay's the worst place to buy Vita games at apparently <laughs> because everything's way too expensive. And there's there's a pretty good selection of games on at Video Games New York for Vita, at least in store. Uh, because they do have an online shop, but it's not everything. But they seem to be better priced than eBay, which is not the same I could say about all these other video game stores that I see. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like... The uh, the other one in New York, I forget the name, but that one was just insane. Mm-hmm. Like they they wanted me to they wanted a a sealed copy. I keep bringing this up, but it's, it's insane. Dragon Quest Five DDS sealed, five hundred bucks. Yeah. No, <laughs> no sealed on eBay is three hundred, which is too much. <laughs> yeah. So it depends though, because then they can guarantee like quality, like an actual. Like working well, yeah, good game. I, I guess, I guess you would be. Uh, I guess you'd be worried about like an authentic, like an authentic, authentic game. Maybe you're worried about getting uh, some kind of. Because I know there's an issue with a lot of DS games, at least Pokemon games, where people are giving you bootleg games in place of authentic games. Mm-hmm. But there's ways you can see what's real and what's not. And I would never buy a sealed DS game that's that rare because. I would rather play it and I don't even, I wouldn't really prefer sealed games in general just because now I never want to open it to break the value. Yeah. But well, I still want to play the game. So I'd have to buy it again. Right. You know? So like, uh, yeah, exactly. Cause that, that's only for like real collectors, like a historian type of situations. Like if you want to have yeah. a video game museum or something one day, then you can like get all the sealed or as close to sealed as possible. I think that'd be cool. But it also, honestly, 
I want to play the games I get too. So I'm not looking for sealed. I'm looking for pretty much new. Like I don't want anything fucked up with the game, especially disc-based games because it's like, uh, like think of PS1 era. If like your your disc was scratched at all, it was like unplayable. <laughs> you get stuck yeah. on a loading screen or something somewhere. Um, but yeah, I'm not into the. Uh, I'm not worried about sealed because the point yeah, that, is to play that... the games. And enjoy that's them. That's why I, whenever I'm looking on eBay, that's why I always like look uh, include CIB complete in box. Yes, uh, because that's always like new or around like new mm-hmm. instead of uh, new. Because if I if I just put down regular, it'll come back with like sealed or just like the most worst quality you could find. <laughs> yeah, I don't want I, I don't want to find like a like a DS game. And then if you look at like the little, uh, the metal connectors on the DS game, it's like green and like broken off. Broken. Like one of them is not on there. Uh-huh. And, and like, you don't even, and like the stickers gone. I'm like, why? I'm not, not buying that. Yeah. <laughs> not buying that for 80 bucks. What are you doing? Nah, nah. Cause the whole value of it's gone because yeah. then you would have to get a repo cart for it. Pol- yeah, exactly. Polish the connectors if you could even fix them. Like it's just, then it just the price is literally five bucks, like down to five bucks max, or something exactly. like that. And they're like they're like, oh no, it's a rare game. I'm like, you should have taken care of it then. What are you doing? Yeah, like a reproduction card. I saw like, oh gosh, like speaking of retro stores, I know um, the one down in uh, Clifton, that one had a couple repo cards, but they were like almost the same price as normal, and it's like. I get it, but at the same time, because if you have the same uh, chip, I guess it's the same. Because usually, just they, they would just like three D print a, a new case for it. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's not really authentic original. Like you have a different case on there, so it shouldn't yeah. be that much. I mean, if it's in good shape, it looks great. I'm not gonna fault somebody for that. Like I said, I just I'm more interested in playing the game myself. But if you're trying to pull off like a Mega Man X three for, I don't know, I think it was like honestly like something ridiculous almost like 200 bucks or something like that for a repo cart it's like listen it's not original in a box like don't try to sell me a game like that is was it like were they selling it as a repo they're like not trying to trick you uh, yeah they were selling it as a repo. okay that's that's like even dumber because <laughs> like you can get Mega Man x3 in the Mega Man. uh can you get it in the Mega Man collection yes is it, is yep. it, yeah it's just the fact that like it was bucks. it was a physical um you know, physical game of the sure, original. It's sure, probably yeah. the same chip, you know, like the same connector. It's just with the new shell on it. But it's still like, you got to cut it, it down. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, it doesn't. It's so, it's very strange. I doubt it's that much now. Well, maybe it's more, but at the same time, like, yeah. it's like, no thanks. That, I think that was the same day I bought the sealed, co- not sealed copy, but a boxed copy of um, uh, one of the NES games I got. It wasn't expensive at all, but it was like, it was like a decent game, and uh, I was like, you know what? Why the hell not? I think it was like thirty. Nah, was it thirty bucks? Okay, say it was like fifty bucks. I was like, yeah. that's fine because it's a decent game and it's in box complete. So I'm like, I'm not even gonna open it. And they had a nice plastic case over it, so I was like, I can walk away happy with that, you know? Exactly. For more you know, than. Those- for what I paid for that, like they were gonna have a Super Nintendo game for two hundred bucks, I was like, no, 
No way. But you know what's funny? Someone probably bought it. Like not even thinking that's, twice. That's one thing. Some people that don't might that might not know as much about games are like, oh shit, that's real. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And they might have and it's and it's rare and I should get it because it's expensive. They they're not they don't know that it's just overpriced because some people will see the high price and be like, Oh, it's a premium item, I should buy that because I want to get into collecting. Yeah. Uh and that's probably why it's priced like that. My collecting thing is like I said, I want to play the games and if it's in a collection I'm not going to buy the original one. I just want to play the game. Like, I, I have the uh, Mega Man collection on a PS2, and then the Mega Man X collection collection on uh, PS4. But they have, like, two versions. I think there's part two or something like that, so maybe I'll get them all at one point. But I, uh, I think the I think one, there's one Mega Man that's just, like, Mega Man, the regular Mega Man collection on PS4, and then another one is Mega Man X. They have the I'm not, uh, I'm not sure about Mega that, Man X Legacies, what they're calling them. But I think they, I think they have it on one disc now. But they split that in two because the Mega, they have like a bunch of Mega Man X games. Um, but the um, the point is, yeah, unless the emulation sucks, because I there's a PS2 Metal Slug anthology that I was looking at for the longest time, but like I keep hearing bad things about the emulation. Like there's a mm-hmm. big um, delay. I want to know how big, but some of these retro guys are really like the lag input like some people really are like crazy about the lag input even if it's like off just a tiny bit they're like it's off um (laughs) which makes sense you know in a way like if you're trying to speed run through games too like if there was any lag at all you would it would throw everything off um and a lot of people like perfections that they have to like they're the ones that buy the old tvs find old tvs to play their systems on to get that authenticity which hey, I respect. I respect so much, but I I, I don't have the room for them. B, I'm not gonna pay the prices some of these TVs are going for because there's old ones that like make the games look fantastic, but they're really really priced, high priced uh, TVs. Anyway, um, point is, I'm there to play the game collections. You know, I'll I'll seek out games if they're in collections, and um, unless the emulation's bad. Then I'll try to. Then I can see paying for the original or something like that, but not two hundred bucks for one game. Like that's that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Problem though is with Metal Slug, the anthology. I'm I'm hoping they come out with a better Metal well, Slug. Actually, they have a uh, PS4 one, but yeah. I think that's the same emulation that they're using. Oh, okay. I was about to say that they did. There is a Metal Slug anthology on the PS4. I looked into uh, it. Not- and yeah. I think it's the same emulation, so it's um, it's almost the same game. They're like, if you don't have the PS2 version, get the PS4 version. If you have the PS2 version, don't even worry about getting the PS4 version. It's the same thing. Input lag and all, so well, I'm like, they, eh, I don't know. Well, they are releasing Metal Slug Tactics uh, in the coming months or maybe a year or something. So maybe around that time, they'll be like, let's re-release every Metal Slug game on the PS5. So maybe you can wait until then to see what happens. But uh, no, Metal Slug is a good good series, and I I've always played them emulation, of course. But um, it'd be cool to actually have like a physical version of them, but not if the emulation's poor. Because there are I've I have played them where the slowdowns are pretty get pretty bad at some points, and I don't know. Whatever it is, what it is. <laughs> it's what it is. But um, 
What was I going to say? Jonah, it's actually Friday the 13th that we're recording this. Have you ever seen any of the Friday 13th movies? I I did see them. I don't know which ones I've seen. Because I, 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 when I saw them, I wasn't like thinking about it. Like, oh, let's watch the series. Yeah. And I was just like, let's, let, let, okay, I'll watch this, I guess. Because I was never really into horror movies all that much growing up. But uh, I did watch them with my cousin whenever. I can I can see it. you like looking at the box covers and be like Friday Thirteenth Part Eight. That's a long ass day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty sure I've at least seen the first one. The uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay, so you're not really a fan. You'll watch them, but you're not a fan. Yeah. Well, Jonah, well, uh, your mission is to watch one tonight because it's Friday the Thirteenth. I don't know how you're gonna do it, but you got to find a way to do it. It's well, hopefully it's on Amazon Prime. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> one of them is. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll. I think I've seen. I think I've seen Freddy versus Jason in like high school or something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Saw that one. Oh, that count. Well, no, it doesn't count because you don't see the others, so you have no appreciation for the con- for the <laughs> uh, this story thus far. Although I with see, Jason, I it's saw... it's different because again, you know how it's. We were just talking about like continuity of series like they should have an end game in you know in mind well this is yeah. the 80s and they didn't really do that so you have jason <laughs> looking different in every movie and with new casts or yeah new new cast of characters and each one's like different of its own it's they try to like each part kind of like tries to t- like take place after the one before but like between parts two and three, Jason looks completely different, and uh, between parts, um, yeah, like six and seven as well, and then, you know, Jason goes to hell. He looked completely different, but <laughs> I don't know. It's a, it's different. It's it's strange. It's strange. But, um, it would have been nice if you if you've seen the others before seeing Jason. Freddy versus Jason. Have you ever seen any of the Freddies, the Nightmare on Elm Streets? I saw Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, the first one, I guess. I only saw, I saw the one where like some ladies in her bed, and then like the bed like, cr- like collapses into itself, and she like gets broken in half. Uh, which one was that? That might have been. Um... Ah, I don't. Oh, off the top of my head, I'm not sure which one that one would be. Um. But anyway, the best ones, <laughs> I like, or the, the main popular ones, I would say, are, are Nightmare on Elm Street 1, 3, and A New Nightmare. Like Those are the only ones you have to watch. But I, I don't know how many other people agree with this, but I like number 2. But 1, 3, one, two. One, three and New Nightmare kind of like stick to the same characters and the same story. It could be like one continuous story, and then the others, uh, four, five, and um, was it four, five, and then Freddy's dead. It's just they kind of get a little more ridiculous. Kind of <laughs> has its own little story. But anyway, Jonah, it's Friday the thirteenth. You gotta watch Friday the thirteenth tonight. That's what I'm gonna do. I don't know which one I I'm gonna watch. So <laughs> maybe we should play Friday the thirteenth. I have that they, game uh, unopened. I don't even th- Cause I got it, and then the servers went down, or something like that. Whatever, because they're going through this big lawsuit or something. I don't oh know. yeah, it's not. Is it's not playable anymore? Is it? I don't think so. 
It's crazy. You got to play that death, uh, not death, uh, what is that, daylight? What is that, dead to daylight, something daylight? Dead by daylight? Dead by daylight, because that's the, that's like an actual, people like that game. I haven't played it yet, but that's, I've been told that I got to play that, because it's like, that's a really good version of, like, uh, Friday 13th, and what else, who else was in it? Uh, there's a couple of characters that they did in that game, I think. But maybe I should play that one day. But Jonah, yeah, it's Friday the 13th. You got to go watch Friday thir- one of the Friday 13th movies. Well, I could either do that or I could either also not do that. <laughs> Jonah! I saw the um, complete off topic. I saw that uh, Val Kilmer documentary. That's on I, Amazon. I, I saw that on Amazon. I didn't watch it, but I saw it there on Amazon Prime. I was like, oh, that's weird. Why do they have a Doc Val Kilmer documentary? <laughs> yeah. Well, he's got a, like, um, I don't know if he's, if he got rid of it, but he has, thro- he recovered from throat cancer, I think, something like that, but, uh, we're still going through it. So, but well, I've been a Val I Kilmer fan. That. So I've been, I actually watched it last night. It's, um. I was avoiding it because I was like, if it's going to be one of those like sad movies, I'm not going to watch that, you know, but it's actually pretty mm-hmm. interesting. He's a very creative guy. Like he's, he's one of those like real actors, like went to Juilliard, always had this creative, real creative, uh, outlook and stuff about things. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was interesting. It was, it was very, it was very well done. Very well done. And, um, yeah, it was surprising. Sad bits, of course, but not like you're not gonna be like, huh, this movie's, you know, it's not gonna make you feel bad at the end. It's gonna, it makes you feel good. Well, it's I, not I, gonna be a, it's not gonna be a hold the door moment. Yeah, no, no. Do you get, do you get, do you get my reference? No, I don't. I think, I think I, I know what you're talking in, uh, about. But go ahead. What is the reference? Yeah. Game of Thrones. You know, Hodor, hold the door. Oh, uh, no. When he, yeah. Um, <laughs> but. Like we we were I think we were talking about Val Kilmer last week for for Tombstone or something. We we're talking about Tombstone. I, I don't I don't think we were talking about Tombstone. What the hell were we talking uh, about? Batman. We're talking about. <laughs> I don't know. I hope not because we talk about Batman every week. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we somehow we got to Val Kilmer. I think in Tombstone. Say when. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. I'll be your. He was so good in Tombstone. I'm your Huckleberry. Yeah, that's uh. That's one of his like greats, and um, it's fun. It's it's very interesting, especially like on the Batman topic. I mean, you could watch it, but it doesn't spoil anything about it. But he was saying um, his time on Batman was not very creative because in the bat suit he couldn't move. Like it was literally rubber the whole suit. So like he would actually be told to stand there, say the lines, and then he would actually he said he would fall down because he couldn't move. Um, which mm-hmm. is pretty ridiculous to think about, but I guess it's like okay, because you know they're they're looking for visual, they're not looking for, um, I guess uh, mobility or anything like that. So he that's why he declined the next Batman movie, which good for him because Batman and Robin sucked, um, <laughs> and actually killed the franchise. But it was very interesting because he, did, he like there was nothing he could do. Even he did his best with Bruce Wayne for what was on paper, but. Um, He's uh, like, because he's a very creative person. Like he he lo- he loves like the acting aspects of it, and 
he actually had a video camera like all the time on all the sets he's ever done. He would just like be glued to his video camera. He was kind of like a vlogger, if you will, like for today's. For it's just so it's something you would never know about. That's why it was a good documentary because you never, I never knew that about the guy. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, I've seen some of his movies, and I was a fan of, and uh, you know, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is hilariously awesome too. But they don't really, he doesn't really go too far into that movie, but. It's still a. It's watch it, Jonah. If you're into like, cause you're into acting and stuff, like so am I in movie making, filmmaking. It's a good like. That's why I watched it too to get like an. It's not like a how-to or in-depth of anything really, but it's like a good story of somebody in that environment. So mm-hmm. it's it was cool. It's a good watch. Oh yeah, I'll check that out. Yeah, I'll check that out instead of Friday the Thirteenth. Just think of Jason while you're uh, watching it. That'll satisfy me, Jonah. That's fine. I'll accept Jason's that. Jason's my Huckleberry. <laughs> um, and what else did I watch? That was it, I think. I just watched uh, Suicide Squad, and then I watched that documentary. And uh, yeah, and then Bad Batch, of course. Oh, do you remember in uh in in Psych? I think it was like at the last oh, episode yeah. or something. The they 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 finally like brought in Val Kilmer as like a cameo mm-hmm. because throughout the series they keep uh they keep referencing him as yeah. a joke. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was really funny. Yeah. Um, no, he, what were we talking about before I said that? <laughs> I don't know, but he is, he is a very like if you watch it, he's a very like goofy, over the top guy in real life. Um, Val yeah. Kilmer, you'll never know that you'll never know that until you watch this documentary. But it it was good, and it's not like. It's not like when I first saw it, I thought it was gonna be like a loom and doom sort of thing, but it's not. It's it's very it's good, and especially for a creative, it's good. So, check it out, my friend. Listen, if it was loom and doom, I would watch it, cause that's who I am. <laughs> I am I am the dark. <laughs> that's why you won't watch Friday the Thirteenth. You're like I've done worse. I've done worse. <laughs> There you go. Speechless. <laughs> <laughs> I did, uh, off topic, I did play Rayman Legends because I said I would. I uh, played one yeah. level of it this morning. And you loved it. While I was watching my kids take a nap. And then oh, they nice. woke up from the nap, and I couldn't play oh. anymore. <laughs> well, how was your introduction level? No, it was good. I just got to get used to the controls. I'm playing on the Switch because they have you do A and B, which is fine, but then they have you do X. So it's like A, B, Y, X. X on the other side for, uh, or A. I guess it's A. I don't know. Yeah, it's A on that controller. I'm thinking PlayStation. Um, for your little green guy to come and help you do stuff. Mm. So, no, I love the graphics look awesome. I, I love that 2D style. And uh, it looks uh, looks cool. And there's a lot to do, it looks like, in that game. Because after the first level, you unlock a few other things, other things to do. So, looks like a game, yeah, one of those plus- games where it's like, you just do stuff. Yeah, and uh, it depends on how much stuff you want to do. Like, if you just want to blast through all the levels, uh, that's fine. If you want to collect all those lums, which is the yellow guys, mm-hmm. that helps you unlock, like, character skins and stuff also. Uh, so it's it's just... Uh, which which is fun to do, and I and I also liked doing that. Uh, but, you know, it's you're not really missing out on a lot if you just decide to blast through the game, do all the levels uh, before, you know, you get you, you like you're like, oh, it's been six months. I haven't beat this game. I'm getting kind of tired of it. Yeah. Um, 
it does remind so, me of Crash Bandicoot. I think you mentioned that because um, you can like you hop out of like the screen or the the little picture frame or whatever to go to the levels. Yeah, yeah. Um, or I guess it's like Mario sixty four. Better reference, but uh, no, it's so far so good. <laughs> so I just I I don't know because Steph was playing Sonic a lot, so hopefully she yeah she gets back. Try try. Try to beat that first world, uh, which is like a, bu- a couple levels, and then like the music level. Mm-hmm. And I really like that. That first music level is really what like sold me on the game. Oh yeah. So you know it's uh, uh, try try to see how you feel about after you beat like the the first level, not the first level, the first world. Um, okay. Yeah, it's it's just it's uh it's a really good game. <laughs> yeah, but you, I- <laughs> you, it came highly recommended from you, so that's why I bought it right away. Yeah, so I I haven't I've I've been playing Dragon Quest Five, but I also started playing uh, uh, Genshin Impact on the PS Five because I I wanted to play my PS Five. I was I haven't played it for like two weeks, and I was like, I want to play something on the PS Five. I paid for you, damn it! I'm gonna play you. <laughs> uh, Genshin Impact's like a free game, so obviously it's very monetized, <laughs> uh, and also it's not very fun. Oh, I, I, I don't know. It's just, it's just, you got an open world, you got quests and you have a system where you spend some, like some of this money thing. I don't know. It's what it, I think it's like primo gems or something, mm-hmm. which you can buy with real money and you get a chance at getting characters. Okay. So it's like a mobile game and it is a mobile game. Apparently, apparently there's a mobile version. It sounds like but a mobile it, game. Like you yeah. said, but it looks very good for a mobile game, okay. and I thought it was I thought it was an actual console game. So they fooled uh, you. <laughs> but it's a PS5 version, so I'm guessing it's better than the mobile Jonah, game. Jonah, you spent all at. of the money to play all of the PS5 games, not a mobile game on your PS5. I know what you think. You get your shit together. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's correct. But I I gave it a shot because apparently they're having a crossover with PlayStation. Where uh, you'll be able to get Aloy from Horizon as a character in Genshin Impact. I'm like, oh, I want to do that. Sold. And, Boom. <laughs> and apparently it's going to be free to everybody. So if you log in, you'll get like it in your inbox as like, a free gift. And I'm like, oh, I, I want to do that. But apparently you have to be like adventure level 20 or something you for to that to happen. You have to invest yourself in <laughs> their property before they give you treats. It takes so long to level up your adventure level, which I don't really understand what that is. <laughs> so it's like you do quests and stuff. You get some experience towards your adventure level. And I'm just, I think I just hit like level seven. <laughs> After playing for yeah. 60 hours. Yeah. And you can't advance your like the story, like the main story until you get to level 10. <laughs> so I'm just like, just kill me now. What is this? I'm not gonna do this. So that so this game is not fun. It's just work. Ah, uh, see, that's that's the difference between a that game, of course. But like, just thinking yeah. JRPGs, because you're a big fan of those. Like for me, if it's work, yeah. I don't want to play the game. Like grinding, just like just just grinding. If it's a good story, just if it's a good story, I'm all in and good gameplay. But yeah, that's funny because. That's the first time I heard you say something like that about a game like that leveling up. Yeah, I mean, I like JRPGs. You get you I don't I don't mind grinding, but it's it's just when I'm playing Genshin Impact, it's it's like I'm not really gaining anything. Like 
I have to spend money to get more characters in this gotcha system. And you're not even guaranteed to get a character. You can also get weapons. Gotcha. <laughs> so it, it's just, Bullshit. I'm not going to spend money on this. And so now I'm stuck with the characters that I do have, uh, which I got through the story. Which, you know, that's fine, but, you know, it gets boring after a while. And and also the, the missions are just like, hey, go over there and do that thing. <laughs> and that's fine, but it's an open world, so now I have to run over there to do that thing. And there's a stamina bar. <laughs> so I can't, like, just stay fast. I have to do run, then I get tired. Uh, it, run, it actually runs you a lot of... of uh, Breath of the Wild because there's the stamina and there's a climbing stamina and stuff all that all that stuff. The only thing that really kept me playing is the fact that it actually does look very good and I like the characters designs because okay. it's very anime. Yeah, but, okay. You know. So the grinding is your, your pet peeve right now in the game. Or the, the game is Or the boring of it. I don't know. It's, it's a grind and the story's not very interesting. I mean, it's all it is is really all oh, you're the main guy. You're the first character you get is is like some dimension hopping person and apparently you got stuck in this world sounds like ratchet and clank for, for some reason i don't really understand it too much i didn't really pay attention <laughs> i don't know some guys but mad about some i don't know it's bullshit no you, you got like caught by some god or something it's like hey you can't cross dimensions and then she like steals your brother or sister depends on who you pick you can pick either the the girl or the boy and you uh and then, like, she steals that that person, and then he throws you into this dimension hole, and you show up into the Genshin Impact world, and you meet some annoying fairy girl who's actually quite annoying. An like, annoying fairy girl <laughs> who's actually quite annoying. That is her description in the game manual. <laughs> yeah. That is her description in my game manual. And I, it's like, I actually had it in English for a while, but I could not stand her <laughs> so i switch it over to japanese the way you're like Which rubbing your head help. you're like her <laughs> this person how is the japanese voice those are better it's a little better but it's still kind of that's annoying. like me we we're but talking about dragon ball gt last week or the week before yeah. and i just couldn't stand pan's english voice i had to watch it in japanese because it's like they turn it into a completely whiny character but go ahead yeah on on with this story <laughs> Yeah, so the whole thing is you're you're with this this fairy girl all the time now. The game is just she's always here, and now you and you go to the city, and they help you with stuff. But all of a sudden, there's a fair there's a dragon attack, and the dragon's doing stuff. And all of a sudden, you have to do something. Uh, and apparently, you can do things more than other people can. I don't know why. It's because you're um, the hero. That's why I got I'm the hero. That's what happens. Otherwise, you just die. You die in the first scene of Suicide Squad. So you <laughs> you scare off the dragon, and later on, okay, and after this point, you're just like, okay, now I have to bring up my adventure level. So I don't know what else. That sounds great. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. This so, it's very. Couple hour, it's, couple hours in, I'm not even done with the prologue. <laughs> what are the reviews on the game, though? Just out of curiosity, have you looked them up or no? I haven't looked them up. Because I'm just, like I said, this uh, game, for some reason, seems like up your alley. But for you to say it the way it is, like that's it's got to be a bad game in general. Because you're, no, you're pretty good think, with that stuff. Like You're like on, you know what's good and what's not. So I, I trust you in the game list you gave yeah. me, which I forgot. 
yeah it's <laughs> which yeah i don't even remember what the game list was i think it was it was just uh i only remember like shovel knight bayonetta and uh rayman rayman legends rayman legends but uh i think control also but but for genshin impact i think what's really getting me is that i know it's very monetized and it's, everything is hit is behind a paywall yeah well, so that's... i'm struggling that's super annoying with, uh, with I, the game. I wouldn't yeah. play a game like that just because, like you said, you're getting that frustration and you know the nonsense behind it. And I don't get on board yeah. with stuff like that because it's addictive too. It is addictive. Yeah. Yeah. So I, so I'm just like, I wish I never. <laughs> I wish I wasn't Dragon born. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wasn't born. I wish I didn't beat Dragon Quest Eleven, so I can keep playing that. <laughs> You can Maybe I'll do it get at on. a different difficulty level. Yeah, or well, there actually, there actually is a draconian draconian mode or something that makes it a lot harder. To say that, or turn your TV upside down. Yeah, I could do that. Or with I, your controller upside down, a little like inverted something crazy. You got to mix it up. Well, I think I think my my issue with these games is less. Oh, it's not hard enough and yeah, I was it's gonna not say, that's gonna make it's... it really dumb and crazy and you'll yeah, hate like, I don't, it by the end I, like i don't really mind if a game is easy i just want to just want a good experience be, i just want to be immersed yeah i want to be have a good time i want to have fun you know like uh, a lot of these jrpgs that i play they're not hard you know as long as you're at the level you need to be you can do it yeah as uh, long as they're not boring and like you know they keep you keep you keep the pace going is is what I'm yeah. all for. I think the appeal of Genshin Impact is collecting characters. And you can you can like earn like these gems through playing the game, but it's at a very slow pace. So eventually you can do like a like a ten a ten person summon or something and hope to get something good uh for free. But really that's just like a huge bottleneck in a game where the whole thing is to get more characters. Yeah. So if you really want to be getting all these characters, you're probably spending money. Mm. And I don't want to do that. Well, Jonah, what's free what, to play? What video game are you looking forward to the most coming up, or that you uh, have coming up that you're gonna play? Well, next? probably. Well, pro. Well, uh, I'm really looking forward to Halo Infinite, but also JRPG wise, I've been interested in Tales of Arise, which is the next Tales of game. Mm-hmm. Uh. It looks very good, but I've never actually gotten through a Tales of game. I don't know why. How many? How many are there now? There's a bunch. I don't know. Like, there's Tales of Berseria or something on PS4, and uh, Tales of Vesperia on Switch, which is a remake of a 360 one. And those, uh, and there's a bunch more Tales of Symphonia on PS2. I don't know. It's a, it's an old franchise, and some people like them, some people don't. I've never gotten particularly into it, but Arise looks pretty good. Gotcha. So you're just gonna jump in. The, you're not gonna play the old ones. You're gonna just play the newest one that comes out. Yeah, probably. You know, I I, I did want to get I did want to give Berseria a try because it is pretty cheap. Uh, it, I think it's also been released as like a PlayStation hits thing, so we can get, probably get it for like ten bucks. And they don't—they're not like it's like a Final Fantasy where it's like in its own story. It's not like a. Yeah, it, it's it's like you don't have to play the old ones to play the new ones. Yeah. It's all self-contained. Mm-hmm. That's um, cool. 
Yeah. Because I know I, Dragon I, I, Quest kind of, isn't that a thing where it's like there's characters that do continue on or something like that? I think, well, it I is, think Cinemassacre had a video about it. It's it's self-contained where every all like the main cast and everything is is the same, but story elements are passed throughout Dragon Quest. Uh like the uh what what's it called? The the world tree dragon or the the egg dragon, you know, instead of Yggdrasil it's the egg dragon. Plus in when you beat uh Dragon Quest I don't want to give any spoilers. But there are they do show stuff from other games, okay, uh, throughout the series. Mm-hmm. So it's all linked, you know. Gotcha. But uh, it's it, you start new stories. Yeah. So this you have new heroes each game. Yeah. So that's that's what's cool about that. But then uh, this other series, what's cool though, is the game that you're just talking about is you can actually just like you said jump in the new one and just play that without having to worry about anything that happened prior. Because for me, I'm huge yeah. on story, as you know. Like I need, to, I'm I'm weird. Like I'd be like, I gotta like, even if it's on like, um, like an old, old, old system, I'd be like, I'll just have to like watch a YouTube video of like the story of it first to be like get the whole story of what's going on. I think that's one of my issues with like the Mega Man Battle Network or whatever the games. They all like c- continue on from each other, so you really want to play them in order, but they're also very expensive. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Although you, if you want, if you didn't care about collecting, you could just buy them for eight bucks each on the Wii U eShop. Oh, the okay. Wii U eShop has them. Yeah. Um, but I, I have the DS version for three, or like five. No, for five, five was released on the DS, but the rest of them were all on Game Boy Advance. So. Gotcha. So you, but you would have to play the others before you can play yeah. five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's, I mean that's cool that it is a series like an actual continuation um but yeah that's that's just what i like to do with games like that <laughs> mm. yeah same I, I like the I, whole I, story i like i like character development especially like, like in movies and stuff like and shows character development and plot are like big keep things moving i think my yeah i i wasn't i wasn't always like that because I, I never really cared about continuity or whatever but because i played kingdom hearts 2 when i was a kid I never play Kingdom Hearts 1. I was like, oh, Kingdom Hearts 2, let's play that. And I love Kingdom Hearts 2. And now I'm just like, oh, I guess I should play Kingdom Hearts 1. But I'm, uh, I am I play Kingdom Hearts 1, and I'm just like, ah, this kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I probably, nowadays, if I had never played Kingdom Hearts 2, I would have started with 1 and be like, okay, now let's move on to 2. But I don't even want to give Kingdom Hearts 1 a shot now because it's just, you know, I play Kingdom Hearts 2. I know where it ends up. Yeah. But that's... Uh, that's weird for me because um, I, I never I'm not gonna play the Kingdom Hearts games. It's just one of those things where it's like, at the time it was popular, but I'm like now I would never even get into it. But there's actually I there's two games that I actually got when I was a kid that I bought that were sequels to games that I never played. Um, one was Siphon Filter Two, never played the first one, and Time Splitters Two, never played the first one. But I had such a blast playing Time Splitters Two. But I think that was a game my friend had, and I liked it, so I wanted it to play on vacation or something. Um, mm-hmm. And Siphon Filter 2, I don't know why the hell I got Siphon Filter 2 and not the first one. Like, I don't know what the appeal was, but maybe it was two-player, it was co-op, and maybe that's why I got it. I don't know. But anyway, those were the only two games that I ever did that with, and 
you know, now my life's ruined. I, <laughs> I also did that with, uh, with Sly, Sly 2. I played Sly 2 instead of the other ones. Mm -hmm. Although I played the other games in the Sly series on the remastered collection for PS3. And they are all good. <laughs> yeah, I have. I, so, I got, out of your recommendation, I got the Sly um, remastered for PS3 collection. Mm -hmm. sitting in storage <laughs> waiting to be played yeah. one day but i mean that's the one thing like that's like a pet peeve not really pet peeve i i could care less what other people do but i always found that weird where it's like for instance like let's just say friday the 13th part five like if you're a kid and you happen to watch one of them on tv like i remember my first one that i ever saw was jason goes to hell um which is good because it kind of sits alone and so I could watch the whole series, but I never got people that are like, oh, I watched the third one. I think I watched the sixth one. It's like, how do you do that? How do you watch things out of order? <laughs> like, I need to watch in order. Like, it's a whole story. And like, people are like, yeah, like you said, oh, I played this game, but I never played that game. And it's like, come on. How could you do that? It's, it's just, I don't even think about it. You know, it's just uh, when I was a kid, if something's being watched uh, or someone puts something on, I guess I'll watch it. But with those games, I, I, it's just like, oh, Kingdom Hearts 2. That looks pretty cool. I see it's holographic, and I see Mickey Mouse. Let's play that. <laughs> you know? I see things, therefore I get them or do them. <laughs> no, I'll, although I was a little, uh, I was a little, I'm, I'm a little mad, though, because I saw when I, went, when I bought Kingdom Hearts 2, right next to it was Dragon Quest VIII, uh, and I wish I got that instead. <laughs> I put... I played Dragon Quest eight years later, but it was like the 3DS version, uh, not the PS2 version. And this is what drove Jonah to build a time machine. <laughs> that one mistake in life. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Kingdom Hearts, I had a good time at Kingdom Hearts 2. But, you know, Dragon Quest eight, it's another level. It's a whole nother ball game, friends. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. One day, I'll, I guess I'll play those. I don't know. I'm finding it so damn hard to games like i said i just was able to play i had raymond i think for like a month or more now and i've literally just played one level this morning and that was my time yeah <laughs> but yeah with dragon dragon quest they're kind of they're, they're long games so you have to uh and you my, have to find time for them my life right now does not like allow me any time like that honestly but you know what what's awesome though believe it or not like just hearing you talk about these games like gets me excited to like a, that you're playing them because it's cool. And even with Mass Effect, like, I have the PS4 remastered version ready to go. But, like, I just can't play them right now because I want to get immersed in them. But it's cool hearing you yeah. talk about these games. It really is because it's, like, it's cool to get excited for something like that. And, uh, but I'm always like that. Like, I get excited for things, but I don't have time to play them, unfortunately. <laughs> that, part, that That does, there's a lot of games in my collection that I have because... You know, you hear they're good games, and it's like, I got to get them, but you never get a chance to play them. I test them out first, of course, but I don't know. But, um, but yeah. Jonah, what else you want to talk about? We're past the two-hour mark, which means we're coming to a close here. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I think we, we covered some good ground. We, we went on some tangents, but, you know, yeah. it came, came back around in the end. We went to. Uh, we had a bit of a technical difficulty, so I don't know if we're actually past. Yeah, we're we're a good amount past. Yeah, the it was about mark, about fifteen so. minutes or so. I should have done another clap sync though, just to be able to find it on the timeline to make it a lot easier. 
Yeah, that's uh, let's go back in time real quick. Yeah, Jonah, <laughs> you got that time machine ready? Yeah, I got that time machine. All right, after you pick up uh, Dragon Quest Eight, you you pick me up along the way. We'll go. We'll go back. I got in time. you. I got you. You know what's fam? funny? I don't know if I ever said this, but just to throw this really deep thing, uh, real quick. You know, um, throughout your life, there's probably been times where you're like, damn, I wish I had a time machine, like just to go back in time or whatever, just to be like, if I could change one thing, if I go back in time, fix whatever, good or bad, most likely it's bad. But if anyway, having kids makes that, um, makes, you can't do that. Like having kids, especially the fact that I had twins the way we did, um, which was like a complete shock because it's not doesn't run in the mm-hmm. family and stuff like that. Um, but I would not be able to change anything in my past anymore because if I mm-hmm. did, the kids wouldn't exist at all. So it's like right. anything I would go to change would kill the kids. Like that's so fucked up thinking, but yeah. having kids, um, erases the idea that you can ever have a time machine or change anything in the past. Cause you know, you that's would... actually a movie. Uh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, cause I would, and you know, their chance of being alive because every, like every right. chance, like, especially you, if like your parents like changed anything in their, in their lives or did something different, you might not have been born. Yeah. It's crazy. But, uh, I, this, I remember I saw this movie like fairly recently, like, like last year it was a, I think it was a British movie, uh, about this guy whose family, the men in his family had this ability to like jump back in time if they're like alone mm-hmm. in, in like a dark room or something. <laughs> so very uh, specific. Yeah. <laughs> they have to be wearing blue socks. <laughs> right. So like he, he like uses his power uh, and stuff and whatever. But at, at some point his dad dies uh, and then, but he's still like, like meets with his dad every now and then, you know, cause like, Hey, uh, well, I can go back in time with my dad because, mm. you know, that's and his dad knows that that's what he's doing because, you know, he's going back in time because he, he has the power also or he had the power. I'm not sure if he still has it. Uh, well, when he's dead, I don't think he's able to do that. Anymore. Well, well, no, I mean, like <laughs> as while he's alive. Uh, but at at some point um, he he's been he's been putting off having a, a kid because once that kid happens, he can never go back to see his father. Uh, and eventually like they have like a, like a, like a talk about like, about letting go of the past or whatever and being happy with his, with, with uh, the, his family mm-hmm. or whatever, something like that. And uh, he says goodbye to his father and he has a kid. And then like, he can't go past beyond back beyond that point anymore. Yeah. So it was, it was interesting that you brought that up because I, I that was like a main story point in that movie mm. was like, he can't go beyond that checkpoint. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy to think about because throughout my life, there's a lot of like what ifs. Like, what if I did mm-hmm. this? What if I did that? But now it's like you can't because any like it's just thinking about the way they were born was just like every little detail. Like, you change one thing and that's it. Like, they're gone. Yeah, that's nuts. Because even yeah, if yeah. like say it was a different situation, we might have only had one. So you, at least. Like, even if, like, say, the way things work, like, at least one of them would have been born, let's just say that, mm-hmm. you're yeah. still killing somebody. So that's, like, that's nuts. <laughs> it's freaking crazy. Mm. So, Jonah, you're going to have to do the evil biddings for uh, for me. I can't go back in time. You have to change some stuff oh, in the we, past. 
Oh, oh, don't don't worry. I got you. I got you. You have to. I'll, I'll, you I'll actually bury the gold. You can't do it back then, though. You have to bring it back to the future. So if it's like Jonah, I need you to go get a billion dollars, win a billion dollars, then you have to bring the billions <laughs> with you <laughs> to the present. I'll I'll just like bury them in a spot no one will ever look. Exactly. And then come back and they're like, ah, oh, I got my billion dollars. Oh shit, it's covered in bugs. Jonah, these bills are from the seventies. <laughs> they won't work today. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. It's British we'll, currency. We'll, what were you thinking? We'll, we'll get it right eventually. Ah, <laughs> uh, but anyway. Jonah, would you like to close us out? I don't know if you have to repeat anything I said in the beginning, so Oh, you know, I was actually just thinking just now. Uh that that guy can't go back in time to, to because he doesn't he can't go back in time past his child's birth. But how many other people's children has he invalidated? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, by going back in time and changing the past, like just because he doesn't know about it just doesn't mean that Yeah, they just cuz it doesn't happen. affect his timeline. But that's the crazy thing how? about time time travel. It's like if you ever were to go back in time, you change one thing. Like say, for instance, random stranger, you happen to go back in time and you walk in front of that person, right? So you make that person, let's just say whatever, you walking in front of them makes them late for something. Imagine if it was something so important in their lives, or even if it was just like a minor situation, but like the dominoes now are going to fall a different way in that person's life. That's the multiverse theory or something like that. I don't know. That's a game theory. But it's fucked up, Jonah. <laughs> time travel no, time travel is no no easy task. It shouldn't be trifling. There's no with. game about this. <laughs> Don't laugh. Don't you laugh. Some serious shit right now. Anyway, well, Jonah. <laughs> shall you take us out of here? Thank you all for watching and or listening to our esteemed podcast, the only podcast that exists. And talks and about time travel and death in the same topic. The dangers exactly. of time travel. Don't do it unless you get rid of someone's baby. Um, it, was a, it was a good time. Good time was had by me and all involved Thank we you. went on some tangents i i hope that the spoilers that we brought out weren't too bad for you uh but if they were i'm sorry uh but that's our show you know that's that's what we do and spoilers if you're mad get a time machine and change it <laughs> exactly uh but check out truth seekers on amazon prime I like that a lot yeah i guess you check that out i'm a big fan of those folks those good old chaps good old chaps so uh, anyway, my name is Jonah T, and this is Johnny B. And thank you again for watching our podcast. Peace. Peace.